Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get the pumping. Does anyone really care? I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip wrong. So know your role. If you a star, be a star. If you a role player, you be the best damn role player there is. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the thick. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you ready for this? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, talking to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. And Shirley, I'm gonna I'm gonna call for a raffle day today. Let's do a pirate radio raffle on Facebook and on YouTube. Where all you have to do is join us on one of those platforms, type in a number between one and one hundred. Hey Siege, will you uh, grab me a sheet of paper, please? Type in a number between one and one hundred. And we'll do a drawing in hour three of today's show. And if you are closest to the pin, you will win today's giveaway. Thank you, sir. So uh, get your numbers in now. We'll do that throughout the first two hours of today's show. And then in hour number three, we will draw our winner. We got a ton to get to on today's program. We're going to do yet another Pirate Radio pool. And this one's going to go great. PGA Championship begins on Thursday. Harold Varner III will tee off in the 2 o'clock hour Eastern time. And uh, as he will be participating in the PGA Championship, we'll do our draft coming up. It'll be myself, Chandler Honeycutt, Shirley Rhodes, and reigning Masters champion C.J. Schaefer. We'll do that in a moment. Coming up at 3.30, we'll visit with The Voice, Jeff Charles. He'll join us to talk about what's going on in the world of sports. At 4 o'clock, we'll talk Pirate Baseball. Talk about the hottest team in the country, the East Carolina Pirates, with Scott Rogers, radio play-by-play voice of Pirate Baseball, will join us in the Pirate Radio studios at 4.30. We'll talk more baseball with Patrick Mason. So, hour two, baseball heavy right here on Pirate Radio Live at 5 o'clock. We'll touch on a little bit of everything regarding East Carolina with Stephen Igo from Hoist the Colors. So, all that on the way and a lot to do before we get there all right um shirley steve is on one today so we got a lot of sound bites to hit starting with clipper Clipper! Uh, a burgly a burg a burgly a burgly a burgly swinging dingers swinging dingers two little butt cheeks it's two little butt I, cheeks. Rick Flair. Woo! Rick Flair. Uh, woo! Local politics, bud. There's local politics, bud. Cool, neat story. Cool, neat story. Cool, neat story. There it is. All right, we got it. Craig says he's missed our faces. Well, Craig. Let's get to pumping. Okay, that's fine. Oh, Chandler Honeycutt's here. You can talk now, Chandler. What's up, Clipper? Hey, man. Good to see you, buddy. Why are you so insincere? Because 
we're going to get another crack at this pool thing today. Oh, yeah, get fired up. Where's our and, Where's our video producer? I, I, he was here literally all day, and then 2.59, he leaves. <laughs> We, I don't know what we started the show. I, I don't know where he went. We started the show without a video producer, and the door here was wide open, uh, but we didn't miss a beat. Oh, Whoa. um, he's in the restroom. Ah, when nature calls. Ah, yes, happens to the best. Of Another us. reason why I'm chipper today, Clip Brock, because the Pirates get it done last night from behind. Eleven in a row for East Carolina, a seventh inning to remember as East Carolina gives up a three-run home run that lane hoover had in the webbing of his glove would have been a great catch but could not bring it in three run homer an error by jacob starling and how do you bounce back from an error you hit a two-run double in the gap and star uh is now sitting at second base because i started watching this game earlier this afternoon and now we're at the best part of it as east carolina is about to make their rally here in our number uh, one of today's show and in inning number seven of last night's game. Uh, we will touch on that one quickly and dive into it more coming up later in the show. But seven to six last night, Chandler, you were there, and it has been described by some as uh, maybe the best game of the year, ECU's best win of the year. Yeah, it was an awesome game. Pirates, uh, not much hitting going on uh, at the beginning. There was two hits to Campbell's no hits. The two hits from the Pirates were two bombs. Ben Newton with his first home run of the season, and then Josh Moreland puts one on the football practice field on the 50 yard line pirates are up two nothing next thing you know campbell responds makes it two to two and then as you just mentioned lane hoover uh you know with he just always hustles and he gets to the wall had it looked like he had it in his glove and then just like the duke player last tuesday night yeah the wall dislodged the ball from his glove and it resulted in a home run uh and it was a three-run home run and uh, the cl- the crowd went flat in Clark Leclerc last night when it was five to two in the seventh, and uh, Pirates responded. Great uh, start uh, to that inning in that bottom half of the inning because I believe the pitcher for Campbell threw like nine or ten straight balls. Uh, you had uh, Ben Newton with a leadoff walk, Amac walking right behind him, and then Jacob Starling who had just uh, committed an error in that top half of the a- inning laces a double into the right center gap and that's kind of what sparked that uh five run seventh inning so pirates are able to get back on top they did give up a run campbell's was able to uh subtract or cut the deficit to one seven to six but ben terwillinger benny t is what they call him shuts the door and the pirates make it 11 in a row great breakdown from chandler honeycutt i got a game ball to give away chandler from last night it's my first game ball i'm giving out of the year helmet sticker Okay. Whatever you want to call it. I like that. Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman. Yeah. Came in after the three run homer, after an error, man on second, and was able to shut the door in the seventh inning. And that was absolutely huge mm-hmm. because when you have a three run ding dong followed by an error, things can really get away from you. He was able to hold the Campbell bats at bay hand the ball to Ben Terwilliger who goes two innings and gets the third save of the season for him. Five strikeouts in those two innings. But uh, man, big performance last night by Lunsford Shinkman who honestly I did not know who that was until this weekend Yeah, when I he did, came in to pitch. I had game. no idea. I, I think it was last week he pitched and uh, he, as he was coming in I was like who is that? 
and uh, and then I forgot about him again, and he came in last night, and what a great outing from him. Uh, Merritt Beaker, kind of a short night for him last night. Got kind of worried about how many arms we were putting out there. I remember hearing Scooter talk about it. You know, there might be a concern of, you know, will we see Terwillinger? He pitched the other day. Uh, in the weekend series against USF, but Terwilliger was able to come in and take care of business. And uh, yeah, and just sad. We saw you savage again, and then a guy that we've seen all year long, Garrett Saylor, coming in and trying to limit some damage as well. All right, so the Pirates, 11 straight, I believe uh, Maris lost last night. So they I'm, did. They did. Yes, they so did. East Carolina has the longest winning streak in college baseball they are the hottest team in the country and isn't it nice if you look um and i asked coach godwin about it last night maybe a month or two ago uh when you asked him about pitching he basically said he needed to see a lot of these relievers step up because yeah. you can't keep calling on uh spivey sailor and may you to bail you out yeah. yeah and we used nine pitchers last night and spivey was the one that gave up the most runs out of all of the pitchers that we saw um like Chandler said, guys like Terwilliger were great. Um, Wyatt came in and shut the door on the uh, seventh inning that could have been a whole lot worse. So that's with some of the pitchers that we've lost. Um, obviously, Carson wasn't most notable. Cooch Manor, we don't know when he'll be back. It's nice to see a lot of these other pitchers step up. What a great ball game, too. Like This is a regional preview. I don't yes. know what the numbers are going to be beside their names and the seedings, but... 34 and 15 Campbell, who is 18 and 3 in the Big South, taking on 34 and 18 East Carolina, 17 and 4. These are two teams that have ran through their conferences and are playing a, a meaningful game here late in the season, the last non conference game, and turned out to be a phenomenal baseball game. Yeah, and as I was going through that sequence a while ago of that five run seventh inning, I forgot to mention, obviously, the, uh, the guy that put the Pirates on top, who's been just outstanding all season long, Jacob Jenkins Cowart with a chopper over the first baseman's head and uh, the Pirates were able to get back on top there 7-5. to five. So, yeah, it was a great game. I feel like there's always a great game between the Pirates and the Camels and, uh, and the Camels, but except that last time that we played there uh, in, in Bowie's Creek and if you remember, there was actually a big inning from the Pirates in that game. Mm. Uh, that being the 5th inning and then last night the 7th inning, which propelled the Pirates to their 11th straight win. Alright, Chandler Honeycutt here, CJ Schaefer here, Shirley Ray here. Um, Chandler, you got the picture ready? Yeah, it's ready. Did you communicate? Did y'all talk about this? No, we didn't. <laughs> I love no, yeah, it's, it's there. You can find it. All right. You so, found it? So right. last night, um, our former intern, Macon, Macon, was watching her boyfriend play. Boyfriend, Jake Washer. Jake Washer playing for the South Bend Cubs. They were taking on the Wisconsin Timbler, Timber Rattlers. And she sent you... What is this thing you kids are on? Uh, Snapchat. That is a Snapchat. I was like, why is Macon Snapchatting me? And as soon as I opened it up, man, I busted out laughing almost to tears uh, because I thought it was you. I thought it was maybe an old picture that she found on a broadcast of you in the stands. She said... Why does this look like Clip Rock? And I was like, wait, you're telling me that's not him? I'm looking at it now. And, and now the people on Facebook and YouTube Live can see what exactly we're talking about. And if you don't think that doesn't look like <laughs> Clip Rock, you might want to go see a doctor because there is something bad wrong with you. So it's a guy. When have I ever wore a black polo and a black minor league hat? 
all the time. <laughs> it looks like I almost wore my Swansea shirt in today <laughs> and a black hat because you should have. It looks just, just like, like it. this guy. That is freaky, man. It is really freaky, and it kind of scares me a little bit because this guy is at a baseball game. He's wearing a black polo, or might is it a t-shirt? It looks like uh, it could be either or. <laughs> a black hat. His face uh, looks just like mine, and he has hair coming out of the hat. I know. It I is know. Freaking freaky. If We've got the picture uh, right now on YouTube and Facebook. If you haven't seen it, if you're in the car driving and listening to the radio, either get parked or when you you know get to where you're going, please get on Facebook and YouTube and look at this. This is insane. Sorry. And thank you, Macon, for this content today on our radio program. This is just outstanding. And I saw you posted it, uh, was it last night? Yeah. Um, that is very, very freaky. It is, I, I posted that this is not me at the game. And then Jake Washer, who was there, says... So he called you a liar. He said I was lying. He saw me at the game last night. I do have a receipt from Food Line at around probably 6.45 okay. last night. Uh, I'm sure they have video cameras. Mm -hmm. So if I am called into a court of law, I will be able to say that that was not me at it was in Wisconsin last night. I have never once been to Wisconsin, but my twin is out there enjoying some good old minor league baseball. Tyler says on Facebook, identity theft is no joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who's thiefing who? Is he thiefing me? I'll tell you one thing I'll never do is wear a watch. And this gentleman has something on his wrist. That is the only thing keeping me from being this guy. See if you could trick your family with that picture. And uh, I showed my wife. She said, that is scary. I don't want to look at it. And she said, if he wasn't wearing a watch, I would have legitimately thought it was you. Also, the fact that I was at home should also clue her (laughs) that it wasn't me. Um, Yeah. Have y'all ever seen yourself in the wild or a picture of yourself? No, but I I just want to be clear. This lying thing clip, it's not cool. Well, how am I lying? How am I here and there? You're not. This that, is that guy's you lying. Are right, you're Teleportation. Right now. Mm. This is literally like the Spider Man So you asked everybody what power they wanted. <laughs> Superpower, yeah. Because you wanted nobody to steal yours. Because I already have one. Wow. Yep. You figured me out. You clone yours. What's up, clones? <laughs> clones. I teleported to a minor league baseball game to go watch Jake Washer play because. I wanted to give Shirley a first-hand account so she could tweet out and Facebook out his stats. Good stuff. No, because Macon does that now. <laughs> she sends them to me whenever Jake does something in a game. Very, that is crazy. Um, Very scary. Well, I mean, I think there's there. I remember hearing an old saying that the everyone has a twin. Twin. And we were, yeah, twin. A doppelganger. A doppelganger. And we were, jo- uh, Clip and I were talking about this earlier today. Apparently, my doppelganger works at Vident uh, Hospital I've because I've, I've had more than one person tell me that there is someone that works at Vident Hospital that looks exactly like me, um, which is a little terrifying. CJ, could you put not Clip uh, under that picture? No, because I will not lie to these people. Clip. <laughs> <laughs> It's not me. Um, Shirley, if you were injured and went to the hospital and they needed to save your life, but you saw you coming to save your life, what would you do? Well, I hope they would. I I would attempt to allow them to save my life, although I'd panic a lot. Yeah. 
Because supposedly, I, if you see your doppelganger, that means your death is imminent. No, who told you that? that? It's an old wives' tale. Doc from no. Back to the Future? No, it's an old wives' tale. <laughs> this is like Undertaker versus fake Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Mully versus fake Mully? If I went, was anywhere and saw this guy, I would absolutely run the other way. Wait. I'm scared. Have you ever seen yourself, Chandler? Mm-mm. Yeah. I've had so many people come up to me, though, thinking I was somebody else, and then they just sat there in awe about how much I looked like the person they thought I was. Kind of freaky. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Although, think about it. With all the billion, how many people are in the world? What's our world people count? At? Seven point, I'm going to say seven point Let's eight Google it billion. Up. Okay. Sounds close enough to me. Out of all those people, I mean, people have to look alike mm-hmm. at some point, right? You just run out of noses and eyes and mouths yeah. and... What was what was your call? What was your count? CJ? Seven point eight. You were close. Seven point seven five three billion. Well, you were including the births today, right? I know this is as of twenty twenty. Oh wow! So oh. CJ's right. Yes, There's more people. Um, but you see it now at sporting events where they'll do like a celebrity lookalike, and they'll have you know you have your traditional kiss cam or whatever like that. But now they do the, uh, they'll have somebody show up on the Jumbotron and then they'll do like a celebrity lookalike beside it. And it's crazy how much these people look like celebrities. Well, I remember uh, in the playoffs when John ja Morant's dad became a star and everybody Team was Morant. like, hey, he looks like Ur- uh, 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 I was Usher. He looks like Usher. Yeah. Usher yeah. Raymond. U S H E R R A Y M O N D. David, tell me what you want to do to me. Um, People say it's Joe to see. And then Ursher went to the game and sat right beside him. And it was kind of creepy because they both looked alike. Anyway, this uh, basically I'm freaked out and I'm just trying to talk through it. And I hope everybody can be supportive during this time. Because there is another one. What if that guy commits a murder or something? Yeah. Then it's <laughs> you. You would be in trouble. I know. Well, the, what I, w- he, I would think that the DNA would exonerate you from that. Uh, no, no, it won't because this is the same clip. I'm not letting this go. It would be a crazy case, Shirley, because you would have video evidence of me committing a crime. But committing a crime? Committing a crime. Okay. Usher. Usher. Committing a crime. <laughs> and then you would have my DNA showing I wasn't there unless I shared DNA with this bastard out in Wisconsin. Oh. Should I talk to my stop. parents? Do I have a long lost brother? You I was going to say that. You may want to speak to your Pam parents. Pam and Clip Senior, Junior, Junior, they might be listening, and I didn't want them to. I didn't want to expose them, but you might have uh, another clip. All right, I'm going to send my my mom a message real quick. That is clip thir- three and a half. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird stuff, man. Now I'm scared man. about what could happen from here. You've got a double ganger, man. Because like, what kind of weirdo goes to a minor league game by himself? I'm just kidding. My <laughs> grandpa used to do that. All the time. <laughs> I know. Uh, baseball fan. He used to too. go to a lot of Mudcats games. All right, by himself. Moving along. He's Anything else? Celtics away. lose. Speak on it. <sighs> Disappointing. Speak it. Disappointing to hear Al Horford like two hours before the game is pulled from. I guess we're still. I guess COVID. We're still doing the COVID. We're still on it. I guess. Yeah. So Hor- no Horford, no Smart. Sorry, Chandler. No, um, I, was, I was just going to say nice drip from uh, Marcus Smart last night. I saw a lot of memes yeah. talking about him. Uh, it, the fit fit the city they were playing in. Very Miami ish. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, look, we rotated seven guys 
who normally play. Then Aaron Neesmith obviously had to get some more minutes um, just to make up for some time that the guards were eating up. Uh, and the first half was great. I was excited after the first half, and then Eric Spolstra proved again why he's at least you know a top three coach in the league. He um, is top seven all time, and they play more games now, but in playoff wins yep. history. And it shows. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, he's got this experience. And really, I mean, when you hear Al Horford and Marcus Smart are going to be out, you kind of just have to mentally chalk it up as a loss. So to uh, put up a fight like they did in the first half at least, it's something to hang your hat on. Now, if Horford and Smart are gone for extended periods of time, then you start to worry. Yeah. But I believe Smart should be good to go for game two. Horford might not, but that could be the difference. Coming up tonight, game one, Mavericks and Warriors. We are fired up for game one of the Hurricanes and Rangers. 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, come on out to AJ's. We'll have a uh, watch party going as we play sports trivia beginning at 8 o'clock tonight. So we'll have a good time watching Rangers-Canes. Also, if you want to watch uh, some baseball, we'll throw the hoops game on as well. We'll have a lot of fun. Coming up, 8 o'clock tonight, AJ McMurphy's. Uh, other stuff going on in the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Austin Riley, three-run bomb. Braves lead the Brewers 4-2 to two as they play in the sixth inning. Right now, the Giants and Rockies are scoreless in the first, and the Rays have a 4-0 lead over the Tigers in the seventh inning. Also tonight in hockey, the Flames and Oilers Battle of Alberta going on at 9.30. So great sports day, great sports night. Uh, enjoy it, and uh, come on out to AJ's. Enjoy it with us. All right. Um, oh, crap. Almost forgot. We got to do our, our damn pool. Yeah, that would have been great. Just not the past two times, screw it up, and then this time, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, get your numbers in. Facebook Live and YouTube. Yeah, very little numbers. Uh, number 1 through 100. Drop a number down. If you're closest to the pin, you'll win today's prize. So you have to do go to Facebook, go to YouTube, and type in a number between 1 and 100, and you'll have a chance to win. We have Tyler with 2, Dickie with 62, and I believe that's the only numbers on Facebook that I see right now. And then Tony, Tony Dunn. Tony. Let's get down to Tony. Tony says 11. All right, thank you. Get your numbers in now, and you'll have a chance to win. All right, PGA Championship Pool. First thing we need to do is pick numbers uh or do y'all trust chandler to draw for everybody yeah or do you want to pick your own uh, i believe you know him. what i used to do right what i was the assistant commissioner to what? troy dreyfus you were fired from that job all right, let's not talk about that all right uh what number is shirley picking in this draft we're gonna go snake draft we're gonna go six rounds and we're gonna do this quickly shirley is pick number two all right what pick is cj content junkie is numero uno all right what pick is chandler yours truly is number three and i will be pick four and five all right cj you are on the clock all right let me get john rom john rom you know i knew his brother cd back in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's good stuff Shirley, you're up i'm gonna go with rory mcelroy man i really want to chandler to get pick him so he could say his name mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna say it Shirley just picked rory mcelroy wow 
that was pretty impressive all right chandler i'm going to go with the masters champion i'm going scotty scheffler got to got to at this point all right back-to-back picks for the real me not some fake guy out in wisconsin i'm gonna go with jordan spieth because that was one i'm gonna go back to my boy Ryder giles and he was on the list and colin morikawa i like colin okay colin morikawa all right we go back to chandler uh this is a fan favorite i've had a lot of people tell me that they like this guy victor hovland he sucked for me in the masters hopefully he's better for you shirley john rom okay john rom is uh he was selected first and i made a great joke saying i knew his brother cd back in the 90s <laughs> oh did you already pick him <laughs> that was the very first pick off the board <laughs> i wasn't hey. paying attention i just heard the joke all right um patrick can't lay patrick can't lay CJ, you have back-to-back picks. We are doing the PGA Championship Draft Pool. All right, let's go. Ooh, man. Mm. Let's go uh, Justin, uh, Justin Thomas. JT. And let's go. Wow. Wow. Hideki Matsuyama. All right, Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama. Shirley, you're back up. Give me Tiger. Okay. Tiger talking about eldrick yes all right chandler uh give me dj give me dustin johnson mm, i like dj i like a lot all right i will take gladly cameron smith and i have back-to-back picks so I might as well pull the trigger. I, you know what? I'll just be able to blame Ryder if I fail. I'll take Brooks Kepka. Okay. Those were his two picks, his guys to watch. Uh, Kepka and Spieth, and now they are both on my squad. Chandler. Max Homa coming off a Wells Fargo championship, and he's funny on Twitter. Riding the hot hand. Max Homa is my pick. All right. Homa. Uh, Homa. <laughs> How would Tony Dunn say that golfer's name? Max Homa. Homa. We go to Shirley. I'm going to go with Give me Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris. <laughs> CJ. All right. How do I say Xander's last name? Shoffley. I didn't want to mess it up. Xander Shoffley. And Shane Lowry was a big reason I uh, am an owner of a thousand pennies from Molly. So I'm going to go Shane Lowry. Owner of a thousand pennies. Much better than a... Owner of... All right, we go to... Shirley. Give me Harold. There it is hv3 he's back he's been on a hiatus he's back baby hey this is his first appearance since the masters chandler give me 
I just had to. Oh, I had this guy. I picked this guy in the Masters pool. He did not. I, I think he withdrew. I think he was one of the few that withdrew from the tournament. But I like him. I really like him. I'm going to go with Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen. Love saying his name. Louis Ooth, David. All right, back-to-back picks to wrap up my draft here. I am going to take... Uh, let's go with Mully's guy, Tony Finau. And... Who I don't think has ever won anything. And by the way, we're only going by a win this I, time. I was going to say... And if nobody wins, nobody wins. All right, those are the rules. Um, and you know what, Tony Peterson? You know what? Just so... Did you have a good practice round? I don't get confused. I'm going to take Cameron Young. So if a guy named Cameron wins, I'm going to have a good chance to win this pool. All right, Chandler, last pick. I'm going to go... Has Cameron Young been picked? No. Sometimes I'm gonna say something unnecessary here. Okay. I'm gonna apologize beforehand. I'm sorry. Sometimes you can be the biggest doofus I have ever encountered in my life. Was he just picked? I was No, no. It was, he hasn't been picked. It was like seven <laughs> seconds ago. Well Dang it. from the time I picked him to when you said has Cameron Young been picked, it had been about four seconds. Honestly, Clip, the doofus clock gets shorter and shorter every time it happens. I just zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I just... Uh, and you had been pretty good about not doing that, but that's right. that was about the shortest ever. No, and I just black out. I really... I just black out sometimes. Like, I just literally like... Right now. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry about that. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry about what I said. I want to shake oh, your hand. what? That you called me a doofus? Yeah. Oh, that's totally fine. Well, one of the biggest doofuses. I want to shake ever. his hand. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a guy that is paired with Harold Varner, Jason Day. All right. It's a beautiful day. Shirley, final pick. Uh, you took mine, uh, Chandler, because I was going to go with Jason Cameron Day. Cameron Young? You can ask no, if um, he's been taken if you want. Yeah. Let's go... I don't think Patrick Reed has been picked, has he? Captain America has not been picked. Okay. And CJ, Mr. Irrelevant. All right, I'm going to end it off with Sam Burns. Sam Burns. All right. Steal the burn. Do y'all know your teams? No. Nope. Uh, oh, boy. CJ has, you got what? Oh, I have the teams as well. All the teams? Mm-hmm. Way, way to go. That's why that's you're the work. assistant commissioner of the horse racing pool that we're going to do on Thursday. Uh, CJ has John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Hideki Matsuyama, Xander Shoffley, Shane Lowry, Sam Burns. Shirley has Roy McElroy, Patrick Cantlay, Tiger Woods, Will Zalatoris, Harold Varner III, and Patrick Reed. Chandler has Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, Dustin Johnson, Louis Oosthuizen, mm-hmm. Jason Day. Mm-hmm. I have Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Cameron Smith, Brooks Kepka, Tony Finau, and Cameron Young. And that is it. That's the pool. Nice. Good luck to everyone. Good luck. Gentlemen and ladies. Hey. Hey. So far, so good. So far, well, 
We had one flub in the draft, but outside of that, pretty good. I'll say. Was the flub that I said Cameron Young after you said Cameron Immediately Young? after he was picked, yes. That was the flub? That was our one small flub so far. All right, we need to get a break in. We'll come back. The voice Jeff Charles will join us. The numbers are flying in. If you want to get your number in, do it now. We're doing a Pirate Radio raffle. Susan is in with 60. Jeff is in with 63. A lot of numbers in the 60s. Mike P. has the number 30. If you want to be our winner today on the show, just put in a number between 1 and 100. Chris Bray has 57. And Talent Consultants has 75. Interesting. All right, let's take a break. Jeff Charles joins us on the other side. We're back with you after these words. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, we had an awesome crowd last week at Sports Trivia. Let's uh, keep that rolling again tonight. Have a fun night and uh, watch some Hurricanes hockey along the way. Trying to see if I could find y'all a... uh, on this day in sports history, Al Kaline hit his 307th home run, passing Hank Greenberg for the most all-time home runs for this baseball franchise. Al Kaline. I'm going to let them answer. I saw it. So. Al Kaline. Uh, the Reds? Negative. CJ. The Mets. Tigers. Oh. Al Kaline, Tigers. I, I knew I'd heard that name before. I just didn't know what team he played for. I feel like this guy's been an answer before, Shirley, when we've done this. On this day in 1990, this, this second baseman's record 123 errorless game streak ended. Think of a 90-second baseman I don't know. for the Chicago Cubs. Oh, Ryan Sandberg? Ryan Sandberg. That is correct. Because isn't, isn't Bailey's son named after him? Rhino. Rhino. That is correct. All right, so uh, those are some examples. Hey, CJ, last year on this day, Spencer Turnbull threw a no-hitter against the Mariners for what team? Detroit. That is correct. Right back to the Tigers. Tiger style. Tiger. All right, let's uh, head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line and visit with The Voice here on this Wednesday. Jeff Charles joins us. Jeff, how you doing today? Clip, I'm doing great, and the Pirates are, too. What a comeback win that was last night. A very good Campbell team, and the Pirates came off the deck and won the game, and the winning streak just continues now. And You want to be playing your best baseball this time of the year, and 
Godwin certainly has his ball club playing the best they played all year long. The Pirates had the second longest winning streak uh, in college baseball heading into yesterday, and I believe Maris lost. So East Carolina now at 11 straight voice has them at the top for the longest winning streak in college baseball. The old cliche, you want to be playing your best at the end of the year. They're certainly doing that. They got three more games at home to wrap up the regular season against Houston beginning tomorrow, and then it's off to Clearwater. And and Cliff Goblin and, uh, and these players have – accepted their roles they've had to change a lot of things around throughout this year since february jeff and uh, right now it's working for the pirates it's been fun to see yeah it really has i don't think you can give enough credit to the players and the cliff and his coaching staff for staying with it as we all know it certainly didn't look like this was going to happen back in february and march and on into april and most of the time clip teams don't turn things around like this and the pirates had a pretty good sample uh, body of work in which, uh, you know, things just weren't going their way after what, maybe 20, 25 games, and you don't really see that turning around a whole lot. But there are a lot of people eating some crow. A lot of Pirate fans are, are eating some crow, Clip, because this team has really turned this thing around. And, again, you just can't give these guys enough credit. They have done a terrific job, and hopefully their best baseball is still in front of them. And, as you mentioned, you go down to Clearwater for the tournament, you know, you get used to playing in front of big crowds in Greenville and some places on the road, not all places, but some places on the road. And then you go down to Clearwater and, uh, you know, there just aren't very many people at the games and there are so many distractions. So you don't really have that home crowd that can really get you going. So you really kind of have to dig deep, even though it is a tournament situation. But oftentimes the ballpark is pretty much empty. So even though it's a tournament, a lot's on the line. Uh, you still have to kind of develop some of your own, your own uh, get after it, if you will. So we'll see. We'll see how the Pirates do. Of course, this is a big series with Houston coming up as well, and Houston's a, a good ball club. But the way the Pirates are playing, you got to like their chances playing at home this weekend. No doubt, Jeff Charles joining us. Speaking of eating crow, Jeff, I've had a few platefuls this week as Cliff Godwin called me out after uh, Sunday's game, and because uh, I did say the Pirates, uh, the ship had sailed on them being an at-large in the tournament this year. Well, now they have maybe moved up to the two line, and uh, and uh, will be a two in the uh, regional uh, wherever they land. Coming up, we'll find out a couple of Mondays from now. But, uh, but yeah, uh, and we had Cliff on the show on Monday, so I've been able to, to eat plenty of crow this week, Jeff. It, uh, it tasted pretty good, i got to tell you. Well, I'll tell you what, you have a lot of friends there with you as well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because there are a lot of people that have written the Pirates off, and it was easy to do. But I always say I'm glad that the athletes at ECU aren't like a lot of the fans <laughs> because they just uh, continue to stay after it, and they realize that it's a long season and every day is a new day. And you see that especially clip in baseball because you just play so many games, even at the college level. And my goodness, the guys in Major League Baseball and the minor leagues just play almost every single day. So if you go through a bad stretch, you do have time to correct yourself. But you know, in football, if you go through a tough stretch like uh, East Carolina did in baseball, well, usually you can't recover and have a good season. But baseball is a whole different deal when you play 56 games and then hopefully you get into uh, postseason tournament play. So when things are not going very well for, uh, you know, a number of uh, games, uh, you just got to continue to hang in there and, and keep chopping wood. And, again, you got to give Cliff and the coaching staff a lot of credit because that's exactly what they did with these players. And, of course, the players get the lion's share of the credit because they have 
really stuck to it, and I really enjoyed your comment about having to adapt to some different roles because they've had to do that this year in a lot of different ways, uh, losing personnel and guys having to adapt in, in different ways on the field. So, you know, again, this has been really fun to watch, and I think if you're a Pirates fan, you have to really tip your cap to the way these guys have come back. Jeff Charles joining us. Jeff, I know you're a uh, Pirate Radio listener, even uh, when you're out of state. And uh, did, did you get a chance to hear my interview with Trey Benton yesterday, by chance? I did not, Clip. Sorry about that. Check that out, voice. I think you'll be interested in it because he has uh, three saves this year, has not allowed an earned run, and is pitching great uh, for Loe Lynchburg and the Guardians organization. And he talked about coming off Tommy John surgery, how last year he had the yips. And a lot of times you won't hear guys like to talk about that stuff, but he came out and said, yeah, I had the yips. I just couldn't figure out what I was doing. And this offseason, I'm, I'm playing catch with Gavin Williams and kind of just taking it back to the basics. And he's coming out with uh, his best year as a pro this year. So talk about guys kind of figuring things out, finding things out. Sometimes it takes them – a week, sometimes a month, sometimes a year uh, in Trey Benton's case. But it was interesting to hear, Jeff, how he kind of got out of his funk. And, and he's not alone in that. We've seen that from uh, professional athletes since the, the dawn of time, right? No, you know, there have been guys that have gone through that. It's always hard to explain. It's a mental thing, obviously, and they have to overcome it. And you mentioned Gavin Williams. And as I've been traveling through the Midwest this summer, listening to some uh, minor league games in the car, Cliff, I've just happened to stumble over a couple of games that Gavin Williams has been pitching in, and uh, it, it's been pretty amazing to uh, to hear the announcers on some of the opposing teams. Now, I've not heard a broadcast from the team that he is playing with, but I have heard a couple of broadcasts, one going through Dayton and one going through Michigan in the uh, Midland, Michigan area. There's a team up here called the Great Lakes Loons, and he pitched against them recently, and I listened to that game. So... Uh, it's been pretty amazing, and you know the guys who are broadcasting the games for these other teams will will always mention, you know, this this guy played at East Carolina and had a great career uh, at ECU, and now he's you know just blowing people away at the Class A level in the Midwest League, and so it's been fun to listen to some of those games and hear Gavin pitch. We'll see uh, how quickly he can rise through the ranks, but man, he has done a fantastic job also in that Guardians organization. Jeff Charles joining us. Jeff, uh, switch gears and talk a little basketball. East Carolina continuing to go the international route in basketball, and if you're going to have success at East Carolina, you might have to do things uh, a little different, a little outside the box. And Mike Schwartz is trying to find the best players uh, for where, from wherever they come from. Valentino Eddie Pinedo, the latest commit to East Carolina. He is a Madrid, Spain native. Uh, did play in the United States at Sunrise Christian Academy in Kansas, uh, a premier prep program last year. So uh, he's been in the States, but uh, he's from Spain. He's 6'7", adding, adding some length. And uh, Mike Schwartz is uh, is really trying to uncover, un- to unturn every stone, Jeff, to find some talent here early on. And once he gets here, you'll, uh, I'm sure you'll see more you know, local recruits and things like that. But right now, he's using his international ties to, to bring in some talent, it appears. Yeah, I really do. I do think that Coach Schwartz has quite a few international ties, from what I understand. So why not bring some of those guys in here? And um, I don't know. East Carolina's going to have a number of them this year on the, on the team, no doubt about that clip. So, again, whatever works, uh, you know, this is a new regime, a new era. 
And uh, if the guys can come in and, and if they're quality AAC players, why not? I know, I know one thing that every international kid that's ever come in to any program I've been associated with, they're all the same in that they're very, very grateful for the opportunity to come to the States and play basketball and go to school. I don't think there's ever been a bad apple that I've seen come in from a different country and, and play and that, uh, you know, caused any problems or just didn't didn't work out. I mean, they're all great attitude guys and good team guys. And, Cliff, you mentioned Sunrise Academy. I think it was just two years ago. Uh, that school is located in Wichita. And the Pirates, a couple of years ago, when they played Wichita State, actually practiced at Sunrise Academy. Hmm. So we got a chance to go out there and see the school and see the gym and a lot of their players uh, had just practiced, and they were coming off the floor. And a lot of them hung around and watched East Carolina practice for a while. Got a really nice gym out there. It's a real nice complex, and we kind of always joke that it's Wichita State's farm club, <laughs> but uh, it's a farm club for you know a lot of different programs around the country because they are one of the best prep school basketball programs in America. But uh, we've been there. We've been there with the Pirates when they practiced at Sunrise. So, you know, we're a little bit familiar with their program. Probably a little bit different from Conley and Rose and the uh, the schools around here, Jeff. It always reminds me of you and Cy. And this has been going back like 10, 15 years now when y'all would talk about these uh, these schools that kind of pop up out of nowhere. Not saying Sunrise is one of those, but basically they are basketball schools. And I guess if you have a little bit of time, you can do some homework or something like that. But uh, these schools, uh, it's not the old uh, traditional local public high schools like it once was. There are academies all across this country now. Oh, there really are, Cliff. And Imani Bates, who, of course, is on the move now from Memphis and was like the celebrated recruit in the entire class a couple of years ago. I mean, his dad started a school mm. in Ypsilanti, Michigan, where he's from. And, you know, you just kind of you just kind of wonder yeah. and raise your eyebrows a little bit. But, uh all of a sudden, his dad started a school, and then he started the prep program, and they're going all over the country and playing games. I mean, it's a different world now with all of this stuff, Cliff, as you well know. And, you know, it dips down to baseball with all this travel league baseball that the kids playing all summer. I mean, it's just a, a lot different than it was when, when I was coming up and probably when you were coming up as well. I mean, this has not been around forever, but uh, it's just a different deal now, and it's so specialized, and you know, the parents get so involved in it now, traveling all over the country with these kids playing baseball and basketball. And, you know, it's almost like some kind of a mini minor league when these kids are in high school. Jeff Charles joining us. Speaking of hoops, Jeff, uh, last night the Miami Heat knocked off the Boston Celtics 118-107. to Coming up tonight, it's Luka and the Mavs against the Warriors. And how about the beatdown the, the Mavericks put on the Suns on Sunday night, Jeff? That was uh, that was incredible to watch. Luka Doncic had 27 at halftime. The Phoenix Suns uh, as a team had 27 at halftime. An absolute blowout on the home court. And Phoenix... Uh, not known as the rowdiest fan base, Jeff, but they had no other choice but to boo their team at halftime. It was it was just yeah. crazy to watch. It really was, Cliff, and, and you're right. Who could have ever seen that one coming at home in Phoenix? Uh, that's why we tune in. That's what I always say, you know, in our conversations we've had over the years. That's why we tune in, because you really never know what's going to happen. And uh, Luke has been terrific. He has been absolutely terrific in the playoffs and had a great year during the regular season, too. 
But this Dallas team's becoming a story now. I don't know if anybody thought they would get to the West Finals, but here they are, and you would have to think that right now with the four teams that are left, they're, they're kind of the underdog, and, and they will probably, you know, get a lot of support across the country. We love to pull for the underdogs, and they are that. I, I don't know if they could beat Golden State or not. I picked Golden State early on. You and I have talked about that the last few weeks. I'm going to stick with the Warriors, but uh, the way Dallas is playing and the way uh, Luke is playing, I think it's going to be a tough series for Golden State. And then, you know, you flip the coin on the other side with the East Finals, and you know, Boston's got these injury problems now with Horford and Smart, so they're not the same team that they were, you know, just uh, just a few days ago with those guys out. And then, of course, last night it, it showed in the loss to uh, Miami, and kind of pulling for Miami because of Bam Adebayo, local kid. Uh, playing for the Miami Heat. He didn't have great numbers last night. But, uh, you know, he's a big part of that ball club. And then Jimmy Butler went off with 41 points. And Jimmy Butler's a guy I don't think we talk probably enough about. Clip, we don't put him in that upper echelon of great players in the league. But I'll tell you what, on a given night, he can go off like he did last night. So Miami now playing really well. Boston's a little bit beat up. So the Celtics are going to have to come back in this series. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, definitely one of those bright lights guys uh, when it's playoff time, when it's important time. Uh, he steps up, puts together big games, and uh, we've seen that throughout this year's playoffs. Coming up tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, uh, 9 o'clock Warriors at home, game one of that series against the Mavericks. Also tonight, all eyes uh, around these parts will be on the Carolina Hurricanes, Jeff, as they begin round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the New York Rangers. Also, I'm not going to pretend I know hockey lore and, and all the history, but uh, from what I read, from what I understand, the Battle of Alberta will be pretty hot tonight, 9.30. Uh, Oilers and Flames, game one of that series. So looking forward to some hockey. It was awesome on Saturday, leaving Clark LeClaire Stadium. I was watching the end of the Hurricanes-Bruins on my phone, Jeff, and I was uh, I was into it, and a lot of folks around here are. It's easy to, to get on board with a winner and a lot of bandwagon Canes fans uh, because this is a team that they're big favorites in this series voice to go to the Eastern Conference Final, and uh, people are excited around here about this team potentially making a Stanley Cup run. Well, they should be. Uh, maybe back to 2006, Cliff, who knows, but this is a very good team. They've been very good from day one. I've always been a big Rod Brindamore fan when he was a player, and I think he's done just a great job as a coach. And you're right, now Boston gave him fits. Uh, they had to go, of course, to the elimination game to beat Boston. But uh, this has been one of the better years that the Carolina Hurricanes have ever had since they moved to Raleigh. And they're one of the better better teams in the National Hockey League. So they've got they've got a legitimate shot. Now this Rangers series won't be easy. I mean, the Rangers are right there with the Hurricanes. So we'll see how it works out. But, yeah, when you get into playoff hockey, it's uh, very exciting. And you mentioned the two Canadian cities you can imagine. You can imagine the uh, excitement in Calgary and in Edmonton with that series. Uh, those games will be just uh, electric, and there's nothing like Stanley Cup playoff hockey as far as atmospheres are concerned in the arenas, and that's going to be a great series as well. Yeah, five game sevens over the weekend, uh, two on Sunday going into overtime. It has been uh, exciting to follow and looking forward to game one tonight between the Canes and the Rangers. Jeff Charles joining us. Jeff, always enjoy Talking about what's going on in the world of sports with you each week here on the Sports uh, on Pirate Radio Live. We'll do it again next Wednesday, Voice. Appreciate your time as always. Sounds great, Beth. Appreciate your time and always uh, great to visit with our Pirate Radio listeners. Have a good one. 
Thank you, Jeff. The voice, Jeff Charles, joining us here on PRL. We'll take a time out, come back when we return. We'll wrap up hour number one. Take a look at what's going on. The Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. And then in hour number two, Scott Rogers, Scooter, will join us inside the Pirate Radio studios to talk about the hottest team in America in college baseball, the ECU Pirates. That's on the way. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back for the latest breaking news interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media on facebook twitter and instagram at pr927 fm join the over fifty-five thousand followers today now let's uh, head back in to prl here's clip Alrighty, back with you here pirate radio live we're doing the great pirate radio raffle on this wednesday if you would like to have a chance to win in hour number three out of our random drawing all you have to do is head over to youtube our live show there and type in a number between one and 100 or go to facebook live type in a number there between one and 100 as scott duffy did and typed in 23 uh, or as others have done on our Facebook Live, including Mike P. with the number 30. Uh, just type in your number between 1 and 100, and we'll have a winner coming up in hour number three of today's show. Uh, Scott Rogers joining us. We're going to get to him in a moment, but we owe uh, you another break. So let's do a quick segment here. Talk about what's going on in Major League Baseball. The Rays about to close it out against the Tigers. They lead it 6-1. to one in the ninth inning the braves got a three-run shot from austin riley they are trying to hang on in milwaukee it is four to three atlanta uh one out in the eighth inning and the brewers have a man on first it is two to two between the rockies and the giants as they play in the third inning and a big first inning for the twins as they scored three in the top of the first the a's have answered with one in the bottom of the first it is three to one out in oakland coming up tonight Carolina Hurricanes and Rangers. Canes minus 175 to win tonight's game, which means they are big favorites at home tonight against the Rangers in game one. And Calgary is a home favorite tonight against Edmonton. It's also game one between the Mavericks and Warriors. Warriors, a five and a half point favorite tonight at home. Who do you like, Chan Man? Warriors and Mavs, game one. Uh, Luca is just playing lights out and especially thanks to Devin Booker I would say um, I'm going to go Mavs I really do like Luka um, but then you got to think about the Warriors they're, they're back you know with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson just like the good old days and Draymond Green I don't watch many uh, much NBA basketball so you're just kind of going off the rails here but i but i do know the storyline behind luca he's lighting up right now i just found it uh, interesting when you said i I like luca i'm going with the mavs but then you got to think about the warriors so i didn't know i'm still going mavs you you had me you're you were on the right track you said everything that i would have said there is not a single person on the warriors that can guard luca he's going to average 35 or more points does he have enough around him i think he does um i don't know if it's quite enough uh, if I, I think if I was forced to pick the the series, I'd say Warriors in seven. 
Um, but I think they can make this series last. Have the Mavericks lost a home game in the playoffs? Nah, I think they lost to Utah. I think they lost one. But yeah. they did not lose last series, correct? I don't believe so. Very good at home. If they could steal one on the road, watch out. Yep. I'll take the And Warriors. they're coming off that shellacking against the Phoenix Suns. A laugher. An absolute laugher. <laughs> All right, get your numbers in. The Pirate Radio raffle. Tyler has two. Dickie has 62. Tony has 11. Susan has 60. Jeff has 63. Mike P has 30. Chris Bray has 57. Talent has 75. Scott D has 23. And we will pick coming up in hour number three. So you have another hour to get your number in. As we head to break, John Moody says he hopes Scooter is safe. Safe. So John tweeted me last night. Did we have a Corey Glore moment in the game last night, Scooter? Uh, we did. The voice cracked a little bit? <laughs> the uh, the old voice has been struggling the past couple of days with a little allergy uh, okay. stuff going on. So, yeah, there was, a, uh, there was a voice crack last night. Well, we won't ask you to talk too much next second, <laughs> but uh, you got to be ready to go for the weekend. But uh, we will talk some baseball, some pirate baseball with Scott Rogers when we return. Adam is in with number 44, and Moods has number 39er. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Scooter joins us after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Villa Verde on 10th Street and Villa Verde Dose by the hospital are open for you, serving unique and healthy dishes from the Dominican Republic. Order online at myvillaverde.com or the Villa Verde app. You can order a family meal that feeds six to seven people, and they'll have it ready for curbside pickup today. Whether it's dine-in or takeout, Villa Verde is a platform for good. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We literally spent that entire break talking about dreams here uh, between the three of us. Some creepy ones, some funny ones, and otherwise. All right, uh, Scooter, Scott Rogers on the call. Sorry about the voice. You say some allergy stuff going on? Yeah, a little bit of a sore throat the past couple of days. May is uh, May is not my favorite time of the year. I understand. And uh, <laughs> You haven't talked this much uh, for a long period of that's time. True. That's, that's true, too. Yeah. Are you hitting the rookie wall? I wouldn't say so. <laughs> All right. Cough drops have gotten me through last night. <laughs> you got three more coming up uh, beginning tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series with the Houston Cougars. And Scooter? What about this team, man? Get down three last night and come back and win it. It has been unbelievable to watch this team over the past couple weeks. And uh, last night proved again that this team never gives up. And uh, that was obviously a good Campbell team last night and a Campbell team that's going to be fighting to get into postseason. But I will say whatever regional that Campbell team is in, those teams better watch out. Don't want to see them. Uh, that is for sure. They got some talented uh, ball players and uh, great starting pitching last night from them. A couple of home runs. That Moylan shot that might have been the longest home run of the year. Probably so. And uh, it was a yeah, that was definitely a bomb. And then it was good to see Ben Newton get his home run last night too. And that was only the second home run of his Pirate career. And uh, it's the, that's one ply that has really been hitting the ball good as of late and that's part of the reason we've had so much success lately yeah cliff godwin brought him up monday and i kind of thought like i haven't talked enough about him this year and i feel like just and nobody has really uh what he does 
game to game, working with the pitchers, what he does at the plate. And he talked about a stretch where, uh, unfortunately, he had a passing in the family. And we saw the results on the field when he wasn't in the lineup or, or most specifically wasn't behind the plate that East Carolina kind of struggled back there behind the dish. So he has been probably a very underappreciated pirate this year. And it is great that we could see him at a home run so he can sing his praises because a lot of stuff he does we don't see. Absolutely. No, he's not really in his, in the lineup because of offense. He's in there because of defense. But it's just been a plus that his offense has been so good over the past couple weeks. And for him to hit that home run last night obviously gives him some more confidence at the plate. But he's hitting 300 right now. And, you know, I don't know if Ben Newton's ever hit 300 in his time here at East Carolina, but it's good to see him hitting the ball as of late. Not only just him, you have so many guys in this lineup that are hitting the ball so good right now. Uh, I say it with you every week, Scooter. I love the fact that there's different heroes every game for East Carolina. And here of late, and I love that Cliff Godwin keeps switching this up to keep us on our toes. Is it going to be C.J. Mayhew who's the lockdown closer? Uh, No, it's going to be Carter Spivey. No, it's going to be Zach Agnos. Wait, it's going to be Ben Terwilliger who came in, shut the door demonstratively last night and uh, picked up his third save of the year and uh, had something to say about it afterward. He was fired up after that W. He was, and, you know, it's been good to see Ben over the past couple weeks, and uh, I was really surprised to see him come in the game last night just because of the amount he pitched over the weekend. But, uh, you know, Ben's been, like you said, he's almost been lights out over the past couple weeks, and it really got started with that Sunday contest up at Cincinnati to start conference play. But uh, that's an arm that's going to be very important going down the stretch and uh, one that looks very hot at the moment, too. I was so fired up. I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, Scooter. We had already uh, gotten rid of the DH because Agnos came in, and then Terwilliger went into pitch, and I was like, he's going to hit. Mm-hmm. He's due up first next inning. And we got to see the big man hit. pretty, Put it pretty deep in the center field, actually. Gave it a ride. Um, but uh, always fun when he gets up to the dish. But you're right. I guess, was that Sunday? I think it was Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he did come back and go two innings last night. Also gave a shout-out earlier, Scooter. And honestly, I didn't know this guy until this past weekend. Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman was not familiar with him. Uh, he came in last night and got out of that seventh inning, which was huge uh, for East Carolina. Yeah, and Wyatt hasn't pitched much this season, but it's a young freshman arm that uh, is electric, sitting in the low 90s when he throws, and uh, that's going to be one in the future for the Pirates bullpen that's going to be good, and uh, I'm very excited to watch the growth of Wyatt over the next couple of years. Great performance last night by East Carolina. Used a lot of pitchers uh, to get the win last night, and had some clutch hits as well. Chandler, you mentioned uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward coming through as yeah. he's done his entire freshman year. Well, that whole seventh inning, uh, that bottom of half of the seventh inning was just remarkable, especially after the the uh, great effort by Lane Hoover. And it was, I said, it was just like the Duke left fielder. Right. Uh, it was in the glove, and then the you know he hits the wall so hard it dislodges from the glove, and there's a home run. It just so happened that this gave the Camels a three run lead, but the Pirates just like they did. Uh, I feel like it was a summary of, of the season for ECU. I mean, you know, you got down and then you're just bouncing right back. Absolutely. You know, that's been this team's really theme all season long. And, you know, you look at that inning and the middle innings to the late innings is where this offense really starts to explode a lot of times. And, you know, obviously last night was in come behind fashion. But when this offense really gets going, like we saw last night in an inning, you know, they're almost unstoppable at sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I love the the bounce-back aspect of this team, too. We've seen it a lot, but last night in particular, Starling has an error. Could have cost him, but um, 
Lunsford Shankman's able to to get him out of the seventh inning. Comes back the next inning, two run double, mm-hmm. just like that. We've seen that a lot this year. It seems like. And Starling's had you know a lot of timely hits this year yeah. for the Pirates. I think he's got four home runs this year, and every single one of those have been at. Uh, timely times really and so is his doubles and you know that's a very good player and you know a very rare error from him last night but he's a large part of why our fielding percentage is so high this season and Starling you know he battled that leg injury coming into the year and worked his way back up to 100% and now he's been everyday second baseman since then. Uh, Sky Rogers joining us CJ Mayhew joins us every Monday but he doesn't say a lot to us Scooter so I'll let you speak for him. (laughs) What has he been doing so well during these starts another great outing for him on Friday. I would say one of the biggest things that's helped CJ over the past couple weeks is his pace on the mound. He's really been working a little bit faster. It's jumped out to me. And, you know, I've talked about over the past couple broadcasts about how Austin Knight is a fast-working pitching coach. He likes for his pitchers to be at a faster pace. And, you know, we've seen that with Mayhew. We've seen that with Jake Hunter over the past couple weeks. And I think that's one thing that has really helped them over the past few weeks. Great performance, too, by the young man who looks like an old veteran, Jake Hunter, uh, on Sunday. And uh, we talked to Ryder Giles. He said he thought he made some good pitches on Saturday, got hit a little bit. But Carter Spivey was there to pick him up. So, uh, the next man up deal for East Carolina has worked this year. It has them at 11 straight wins, most in America right now, going into their final series against Houston. And it was great that East Carolina clinched the regular season last Sunday, Scooter, but they still got work to do. They want to get that resume as good as possible. So I know they're not going into this weekend thinking we can just mess around. They, they got to keep piling up wins. Absolutely. You know, their RPI, I think, today is at 29 nice. coming into today. So, you know, you tack on three more wins this weekend to have the chance for it to go up a little bit more. But uh, you want to get every win you can possibly going into the NCAA tournament. They really are like one extra weekend away from a regular season from potentially being able to host. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. They have gone from out as an at-large to, okay, feeling pretty good about a three to, man, we're a two. And if they had another series or two, could be dang 16, could be hosting. Right. And, you know, the one thing that that hurts the resume is the record against the top 50 right now. I think we're either two and seven or three and seven at the moment against the top 50. And that's the one thing that hurts that potential hosting spot. But uh, I know one of the wins is Maryland. What's the, uh, you know, the other? I am not sure. It might be North Carolina. I think the other one is the top, is the other top 50 win. Um, but, uh, you know, those wins are good right now. And, and, you know, that Maryland team could be a potential hosting spot that we go to this season. Um, you know, I'm still pretty confident that it's going to be either Virginia Tech or Virginia and possibly Maryland as well. But uh, I think wherever the Pirates go, it's going to be in good driving distance so that fans can go. And everybody knows how good the Pirates usually play on the road during regionals. Obviously, we saw that in 2016 up at UVA. And uh, with fan support, this team could be dangerous in the postseason. It's got to be North Carolina. And I- I forgot that East Carolina had beat North Carolina, and I was at that 5 nothing game <laughs> at Clark Clare Stadium. Um, had Aaron Fit on the show yesterday. If you want to hear it, go check it out. Uh, you can download it, check it out on Facebook or YouTube. He gave out some possibilities on where ECU could land and uh, and talk to and, – and he even said that – so we talked to him earlier this year. He said the ship has sailed on East Carolina hosting a regional, but talked to him yesterday. He even said that – man if if this season would go on a little further the way the pirates are playing they could be one of those teams that jump up and take it i think it's a little too late now uh somebody did point out if they continue this winning streak that's on 11 i think if they win out and win through their regional super regional 
and Omaha. Either way, it was the number 23. It was like 12 more wins, with, and it would equal 23 in a row and a championship. Wow. wow. Mind blown. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. They're going to play some good teams coming up here soon. So don't freak out if they do catch an L at some point. Uh, but what a performance by this team heading down the stretch for ECU. And Scooter, uh, they're going to get healthier because at some point they will have the services of Jake Coochmaner back for this team. Yeah, they will. And, you know, I think it's, that time is coming very soon. And uh, hopefully either that's this weekend or in the conference tournament next week. Clearwater, Florida is the destination. And uh, Scooter, the Pirates will be playing is the first day Tuesday. Tuesday and we – the time slot is 47 minutes after game one which is scheduled for 9 a.m right now so probably i would say one o'clock one yeah Yeah. in the one o'clock hour probably but we're the we're the only seed that has locked up a spot in the tournament so far and uh the pirates will be playing the eight seed yeah so uh we'll see uh how that all shakes out after this weekend's action remember thursday friday saturday uh so they can get a quick start down to clearwater and then it's uh it's a lot of baseball games scooter we talked about how i'm gonna do the research at some point but it seems like the longer the pirates play in the conference tournament the quicker they're out in a regional and then the quicker they're out in the conference tournament the better they do in a regional i don't know if there's anything to that could be coincidence but just something to look at yeah that's interesting you say that but uh obviously you want to win that you want to start because that way you don't have to worry about that at large bid you go ahead and you get in the ncaa tournament that way but uh it's like i told someone today i said i don't care where we go regional wise it says as long as we're in it does not matter and could be facing a familiar opponent or back at a familiar place virginia tech is uh somewhere scooter that uh, the pirates could be headed you've already been there once this year to blacksburg saw a lot of virginias which uh, east carolina's had success in charlottesville in a regional before and saw a maryland uh where the pirates have already beaten the turps this year and as you pointed out uh yesterday chandler maybe cooch Maynor, uh could be pitching in that stadium again where he's had success right and you know this is obviously the two totally different teams between maryland and east carolina that we saw earlier in the yeah. year but that would be a fun matchup to see in the later part of the season and uh it'd be fun to play virginia tech again i think obviously that was when the pirates were playing not their best baseball earlier in the season and uh that's the team i think that the pirates could definitely beat if they got another chance at them uh aaron fit called them uh, the real deal yesterday he said i guess you wonder if it's fluky for a while but when they've been as good for as long as they've been this year uh, you, and really the acc and it's not necessarily nc state and north carolina it's the other teams uh who have put them ahead of the sec when it comes to the top conference rpi wise that's kind of surprising right you know you look at virginia tech uh, obviously virginia's playing good baseball right now too but uh those are definitely two hosting spots right now and you know you talk about conference rpi and that's one thing that's hurt the pirates this season is the american conference's rpi this year and you know i think a lot of people don't realize how much it hurt losing uconn in the american for baseball in terms of rpi because their rpi was always top 25 it seemed and uh you know you look at campbell last night was the highest rpi team we'll play the rest of the year and i think we're at 29 right now and i think the next highest in our conference is in the 50s or mm-hmm. 60s right now and so that's the one thing that has hurt us through conference play is the conference's rpi scott rogers scooter joining us inside the pirate radio studios what's going on uh scott out at the little league fields these days you out there a lot i am i'll be there tonight uh we just started three game weeks this is 
where we alternate every other week and the teams in those league play three games each week at elm street uh so it gives them a little bit of competitive feel to it manage their pitching a little bit but uh starting to move into the later half of the little league season as well good deal have you been out to ronald vincent stadium lately i did not but a big win for the rampants last night i was trying to get out there and say them uh last week when they played southern lee and i walked up as they scored the 10th run in the 10-run rule. So I was very disappointed. Didn't get to see any of that, but uh, thrilling victory. They're still alive. They are. I walk off home run last night from Cameron Greenway to beat Orange, and uh, I think they take on South Central this coming Friday night. That'll be exciting. That's good stuff. Where's that game? Guy Smith. All right. Sweet. The Rampants are uh, their home throughout the playoffs with the number one seed in 3A. All right. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Conley uh, took an early exit unfortunately they did and you know with them being in 4a now um obviously they're playing some uh, pretty good true. top competition but uh Conley had a very good team this year to beat rose twice and uh obviously we have they're having some very good talent over at dh Conley, and uh that's gonna be tough Look for them next couple Scooter, years. you should run for office man you are nice to everyone <laughs> and a congratulations to rob maloney absolutely today that too. is le- legitimate absolutely uh what a guy great dude absolutely as well he is a fantastic gentleman all right scott thanks for hanging out bud and and uh, rest the pipes and have a great call Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, we'll try to see if we can hook up with you on the phone for a few minutes uh, next week. Absolutely. When you're in Clearwater. Yes, sir. We'll catch you on the beach with an umbrella drink. There we go. There All you right. go. That sounds good. All right. Thanks, Scooter. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Uh, Patrick Mason going to join us to talk more baseball. We'll look around the major leagues and talk pirate baseball as well. The Braves trying to close out. The Brewers here. They're up one. But a runner on first for Milwaukee with nobody out. Kenley Jansen on the mound for Atlanta. Take a timeout, update you on those scores, and talk more baseball after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Stephen Igo, Hoist the Colors, going to join us in Hour 3. Also in Hour 3, we'll have our giveaway, and we're not doing the traditional call-in winner today. We are doing a raffle, so head over to Facebook Live or YouTube uh, where we have the video of the show, and all you have to do is type in a number between 1 and 100, and you will be entered into our contest. We have a lot of folks in but still plenty of room left if you want to just jump in type in a number and that's all you got to do to uh, have an opportunity opportunity to be a uh, a winner on today's show all right uh great interview with trey benton yesterday if you missed it check it out the former pirate now in the guardians organization said he uh, came back from tommy john surgery with some tail on his fastball like kenley jansen and he is now closing for the lynchburg hillcats has three saves on the year and right now we're watching Kinley Jansen for the Big League Braves try to close it down. 
And he's got two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Braves up one against the Brewers. First of all, I forgot that uh, you guys had him. It's weird seeing him out of a Dodgers uniform. And was that Angel Hernandez at third? I didn't see. Oh, it looked like him. Did not see. Hope there's not probably the most hated umpire. Yeah, seems to be. Patrick Mason joins us on the program. What's up, P. Mason? Hey, hey. I like the uh, the White Sox all black T-shirt there. Oh yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> that's, that's a good look. I got to match your hat. I asked Patrick if he was uh, ever going to wear shorts, and you you said, "Why?" I mean, you're a jeans guy. Yeah, I'm a jeans guy, just through and through. All right, fair enough. Did you own any shorts when you lived in colder climates? <laughs> I did, but. Mostly just basketball shorts, you know. Okay. Nothing really to go out and about in. And we are pretty cash here. I'm wearing a tie-dye t-shirt today, so if you ever feel like rocking basketball shorts in, it's your call. I'm not making a big deal about it. See, if I go full casual, that, that's a that's the whole thing. So I, I want, like, sleeveless basketball <laughs> jersey and, uh, and shorts. All right, uh, Patrick, 11 in a row for East Carolina. Getting hot at the right time, playing their best ball down the stretch, whatever cliche you want to use. But uh, how about that one last night? We talked about it earlier. Campbell came in here with their fantastic conference record. They've had a great year. Pirates were red hot. It was a really good late season college baseball game last night. It really was, and it was cool because the you know Campbell uses that starter on Tuesdays to try to get some non conference big wins for themselves. Um, and he was throwing ninety eight miles an hour, and we're all like, you know, oh my goodness, you don't see this often on a Tuesday. Um, but you know, the Pirates got to him. And what was interesting yesterday was when Campbell hit that three-run homer in the seventh, that could have been a, a time where it's like, all right, you know, we, we battled good and we could pack it in, but they didn't do that. So during the stretch, just about everything's gone well for them and they're just playing good baseball. It has been awesome to see. Ben Terwilger came in, got six outs, five Ks. How uh, What's his radar look like, uh, Patrick? I mean, he- I mean, he's been used. He's been used lately in those scenarios where he's got to close out the game for multiple innings, and I think that's probably where he's best. As if you need two innings out of the guy, um, you, you can get it. What does he hit on the gun? Like how it looks like he's throwing hard. Maybe it's because how big he is. He looks like he's throwing yeah. even harder. But what do you, do you know the number? It's it's like low nineties. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we maybe saw ninety two. It's usually ninety two, ninety one. Um, it look, I mean, just the size of him. I mean, we interviewed him after the game a couple of times. He's a massive human. <laughs> so, that he is. <laughs> so it looks like you know he could. Re- it seems like he should be able to throw it really hard. But I mean, it, it does have that that jump on hitters. So it's like deceptively really fast. I mean, ninety two is still getting up on you. But we uh, we saw some chatter going on throughout the game and after the game. Ter Williger. Uh, kind of gestured over to the Campbell folks. We saw Bryson Worrell get mad for the first time ever after their pitcher was talking. So how about the chippiness last night? Was it back and forth throughout the whole game? It was. Yeah, we noticed that too because their pitcher was super fired up getting out of that inning. Um, and obviously Worrell didn't like that. But I think that that just kind of shows it's the end of the year. Both teams are, are good opponents. Um, they just need wins. And it just kind of had that little bit of a manufactured playoff element yesterday too. No doubt. Cool. And they're both likely going to be playing postseason baseball this year. We've seen Campbell before in a postseason setting. Not a team you want to see. If they get in as a four, that's scary for a yeah. one. Uh, but they could be even be a three seed. But uh, kind of, yeah, it did have that feel for you guys out there last night, right? For sure. I mean, th- that's a good team. They obviously have good pitching. They had, I think, six guys with at least 10 home runs. So that's an offense second hit. Um, you know, the, the bullpen was, was great. So it, it was just a fun baseball game, which, I mean, it took a long time. But usually on Tuesdays, you don't know what you're going to get. But to have that game on a Tuesday was pretty cool. And trying to 
put our finger on how ECU has made this turnaround. One of the things, Patrick, has to be weekend starting and pitchers going deep into games. We've had a lot of cases where pitchers have allowed no hits uh, throughout four, five, six innings this year. Nine in the case of C.J. Mayhew. But Mayhew has been key on that. At times, Ryder has. We, we saw it Sunday from Jake Hunter. They're finally getting some great quality starts from these starters. They are. And I guess if you kind of look at it, if you look back at the season, it could be like, you know, different chapters and say, hey, this this is when we use this starting rotation. This You remember when Ryder Giles was throwing zeros for however many starts? Now it's C.J. Mayhew. Um, and like you mentioned, Jake Hunter, he was, he was great. I mean, basically it was just him spotting his fastball and just attacking hitters. And may, maybe that's been the secret, you know, just go after hitters. You know, just don't try to get too cute, just attack hitters. Because they've been stressing that with Mayhew, just pitch fast, get the ball, throw the ball. And you've, you've seen how that worked out for him. Thursday, Friday, Saturday coming up for ECU and Houston. The Pirates, uh, due to Houston's loss on Sunday to UCF, clinch the regular season for the American and I shouldn't get greedy. I shouldn't get selfish. I kind of wanted UCF to win so ECU could clinch it after a win on their home field. But I've learned as a sports fan, don't take anything for granted. <laughs> it's good they went ahead and got it. That's right. Yeah, if you're if you're a fan of this team, you you know it's nice to have it in your pocket. But like you said, as a kind of a selfish view of it, I like I would have liked this weekend to kind of have some sort of you know some sort of something going on there like you know with the conference tournament hanging in the balance and for them they still have more to do more to add to the resume so it's not like they're going to take these next three days off right for sure yeah they're going to throw their horses and just you got you got to win you got to keep winning at this point in the season there's no okay we got the conference we're good i mean you're going to see a a good effort to win these three games patrick mason joining us daily reflector dansby swanson with a great catch and we are going to extra innings because Kenley Jansen gave up a a triple to Colton Wong, and that was not cool. But Dansby with a big play. We go to extras in Millie Walke. All right, uh, can you hang out another segment? Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some Major League Baseball and more with Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector. Back with you, Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You work hard for your money at Carolina Wealth Management. We believe that your money should work hard for you. Do you know if it is? To learn more about your investment portfolio, go to MyCarolinaWealth.com to schedule a free consultation. That's MyCarolinaWealth.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. C.J. Schaefer, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector joining us. Patrick, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, I go back and forth between um, invisibility and being able to fly. Okay. So you thought about this quite a bit. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I, go, I like how you said I go back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this is some some days I'm invisible. Some days I like to fly. Yeah. We saw our buddy Double B is camped out outside of PNC Arena. 
he was excited about being able to go to this uh round two heck yeah it's gonna be fun tonight and uh you want to come in here or you want to got something for me okay i talked to my uh mother earlier today billy weaver's been hanging out with my mom is that is not a good yet? thing you'd never want to hear those words i didn't want to say that unless it was you know, <laughs> okay but i got something for you okay can i can i can i come in here yeah real quick? um billy weaver's here there, there's, hey, billy there's weaver. never a bad time to deliver a check oh is this a referral uh, absolutely whoa how about that dun, dun, ta-da. <laughs> dun, dun, ta-da. Ta-da. thanks billy yes sir appreciate yes, that sir. man i was actually going to joke about this no, this, this, not is, no joke. Joke. this is not a joke. I told you that before. You refer somebody to me, they buy a car, I give you money. Well, Billy, you say stuff and it just goes in one ear and out the other. Wow, give me that check right <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It hasn't been signed yet. But Pam Brock is uh, the proud new owner of, I believe, an Enclave? Yeah, Buick Enclave, 2022. Brand new, beautiful. This is not a commercial, folks. This is real life. <laughs> yeah. Billy Weaver will help you out uh, if you need to find a new vehicle. That's awesome, man. Yeah, My yeah. mom was happy. She sent me a text earlier. Good deal. Good so deal. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Clips Weave, happy you are scheduled to be on the program tomorrow. I, Actually, know, I was a little upset that I wasn't in my... Oh, sorry. There's sorry. a chair right there. If yeah. you grab it. Hold on. Patrick, sorry. <laughs> We're running into your time here. Billy uh, was going to be on Tuesday. I bumped him to Wednesday. Today, I bumped him to Thursday. So I'm glad that we're still friends. So you know, I figured money cures everything. <laughs> yeah, we are best <laughs> you know, friends. It's when you th- when you start throwing money around. <laughs> money, 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 money. Yes, sir. Right, right. Patrick, you need a car? <laughs> if you do, go see my friend here. No, it's my time to refer. <laughs> right. You want to get one in? Yeah, you can yeah, get, get one, one in. in. That's right. Uh, but we've, while you're here, just mentioned uh, Brian Bailey outside of PNC Arena Hurricanes. Playing nice, tonight. nice. Uh, NBA playoffs going on. Could we have a NBA Finals with guys that Billy's covered in the past, Reggie Bullock yeah, and Bam could, Adebayo? Bam, hey, let me tell you what. Those are two of the best guys you'll ever meet in your life. They really are down-to-earth guys. I remember it was funny because we went to the, what was it, to 19, 2018 or 19? NBA uh, All-Star Game in Charlotte, yeah. and Bam Adebayo was there. He was there just as a fan, and uh, we were talking in the the concourse up there at Spectrum Center, and I said to him, I said, you're going to be back here as an All-Star soon. Very next year, he's an All-Star. Billy Weaver, soothsayer. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, did you, what, did you cover sports at your previous stop? I did, yeah. Did, who is the, do you have a story? I love to ask, like, and you're not as old as some of the griddle, grizzled vets, but do you, uh, have a guy you watched in high school that's made it? Uh, Jacob Junis. He's a, a starting pitcher for the Ro- or a pitcher in the Royals uh, organization. Okay, he starts. You're probably not old open. enough yet to have like right. a bunch of guys uh, under your your tree, <laughs> your reporting yeah. tree. But weave. It's always cool when uh, these Eastern North Carolina guys you know make it it is there's so many guys out of eastern north carolina i mean you start go back to you know jerry stackhouse especially kinston with basketball yeah you look at all the guys that have come out of there reggie bullock and and i mean the list just goes on and on and on um it was nice to see, you know bam out of bio i was actually talking to somebody today about that story we were talking about you know miami heat and 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 how i thought that they were probably the most disrespected number one seed uh, you know, everybody's thinking, hey, the Celtics going to win this thing. They come out and win game one. Um, but I was telling somebody the first time I met Bam Adebayo was on the football field. 
He was a freshman wide receiver oh, for oh, Northside. Wow. <laughs> Game one of the season down at Pamlico County High School, um, and he's a freshman. I'm standing on the sidelines, and there's this guy, 6'6", six, six, looks like a beanpole, uh, lined up at wide receiver. And I was like, who is this guy? So one of the assistant coaches comes over to me and says, He's not even a football player. He's a basketball player. Wait till you see him on the basketball court. He said, make sure that you come see him this year because if you don't see him this year, you might not see him. He ended up staying three years at Northside before he went to prep school. But of course, you know, the rest is history. He was just a decoy out there, probably. He was. Big fella out he was. There. He wasn't a football player. We were about to talk baseball, and uh, let's talk baseball with Billy and talk about Billy's New York Mets, who are still in first. They've come back down what's, to what's, earth. What's what's what date is it? What what month are we in? Uh, We're still in May, so yeah, yeah that's that's not right. shocking. Uh, Phillies have been playing well. Had a great series against the Dodgers. The Braves are up one in the tenth, trying to get to two games under five hundred. Uh, but Patrick, right now, it is still the New York Mets on top of that division. How do you good. like their staying power this year? Yeah, I mean, they, they seem like they'd be able to hit, and they got pitching. And this is kind of the tie into ECU, and this is probably just what I personally like. But every time their closer Edwin Diaz comes in, they play that you know that trumpet song, Gets whatever. Fired up, and they've been doing that for Ben Terwilliger lately. So I've been I've been all over that. I like that. Gets How about the reaction it. last night from Terwilliger too? That was just amazing. A lot of talking going on. Yeah, yeah a lot of emotion. There was, but they, just that last strike, the that last, up. the whole. Yeah, I mean, he just that was fun to see. I think that I saw that he struck out four straight. Oh yeah, the game. yeah, four yeah. straight. He has really come on, and just we talked about it with Scooter, right? That okay, so CJ Mayhew's going to be the closer. Wait, it's going to be Spivey, or wait, it's going to be Agnos. Wait, it's you know, could be anybody on any given night. And Terwilliger has uh, gotten the ball these last couple of chances. Yeah, it's funny because early in the season, uh, you know, I took my wife out to her first ECU baseball game early in the season, and Terwilliger came in, and she looked at me, and she's like, is that a football player? She's like, who is this <laughs> guy? Dude. Yeah, and he was just impressive from the very beginning. Uh, just, you know, kind of one of those overpowering guys, a guy, if you're in the box, you're sitting there looking, and you're going, please don't come inside. Please don't come inside. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I bet somebody's got a good football story about him. Somebody him. does. Yeah, playing. He looks. He looks more like a tight end. D tackle. Yeah, yeah. tight end. Uh, Billy Weaver joining us on a pop up appearance. Uh, your White Sox got any better there, Patrick? Uh, this month? Uh, they're, they're playing okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in them. <laughs> and they're two and a half back, and they're still going to win that division. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know. As long as you stay around 500, they'll, they'll be fine. But. Yeah, I mean, the division's helping them out for sure. The Twins right now on top of the Central at 21 and 16. So, I don't know. Their staying power doesn't seem to be, you know. No, they don't scare hard. me too much. Yeah. And Buxton can never stay healthy for all that long. Yeah. Yankees uh, still cruising 27 and 9, best record in baseball right now. But that division, uh, they're starting to get some distance between Toronto, Boston, Orioles. But Tampa Bay, always going to hang around, right? Always. They just seem to make great decisions. You know, every every guy they get, you feel like you fleece the other team in a deal. Like you almost don't want to trade with those guys. Yeah, and they are always there at the end of the year. Then they go around. on a fire sale at the end of the year and get rid of everybody, and then kind of try and reload within yeah. another couple of years, and they're back in the World Series. Yep. They are, guys. There you go. <laughs> yeah. kind of the American League version of the Cardinals. It seems like the Cardinals, and they did add some some studs, some household names, but they always have. Just kind of random guys pop up, have big years, and make the playoffs every year, seemingly. The Rays have kind of done that. Uh, all right, looking around Major League Baseball, some scores right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Hey, I haven't been able to do that since football season. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. DeBuck, 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 DeBuck. 
Boy, I feel like I'm ready for a <laughs> Oh, wait, game. wait. Before I forget, this is the best story of all. So when your mother called me, that's the way to start a story right there. Okay? <laughs> so just that we've got that out of the way, that is the all-time best way to start a story. So when your mother called On me yourself? this morning. she have your cell number? No, she called me at the all dealership. Right, good. Okay. All right. So when your mother Deep called boundaries. me, I, I picked up the phone and I said, uh, thank you for holding. This is Billy Weaver. How can I help you? Your mother, no lie, seriously, 100% true. She goes, weave. <laughs> and I'm like, who, who is, is this? this? And she goes, hi, this is Pamela Brock. She goes, I've always wanted to say that. She goes, because I feel like I know you and from being on the radio with my son and all that stuff. So I just had a good laugh about that. Because wow. she's, good. you know, here's Clip do that all yeah, the time. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all are pals. Who knew? Right, we're buddies now. I need to tell my dad to get in this. Uh, he was somewhere. there. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> that's, that's the way to end the story. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk as much. When your mother mom. called me this morning, and then you ended by saying, "Yeah, your dad." And was your dad there. was there as well. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Braves trying to get out of this isn't going to end well. Uh, five to four, they lead, mm, but the Brewers got corners. something going in the uh, tenth. Right now, the Giants lead the Rockies three to two in the sixth, and the Twins have a lead six to two over the A's in the fourth inning. Earlier today, Rays beat the Tigers on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Can I say I don't hate this? Hate what? That your Braves, that the Braves are, about are gonna to lose? blow it. No, that's fine. You should. You should not be a fan of them yeah, if you're yeah. a fan of the Mets. Yeah. All right, Patrick, uh, what you got coming up on the pages of the Daily Reflector this week? Um just got a season or a series preview, but yeah, just you know, final baseball series of the season and you know, I guess uh tournament time, you know, baseball season's wrapping up, which is crazy. I I did not think we'd get here after what was you know, an interesting start to the year. It yeah. took a little while to get going, and you know, I feel like it's all just steamrolling right now. I mean, there was a time where we thought the conference tournament would be the thing, right? Like, right. Kind of didn't matter what happened. We just had to win this conference tournament. Well, now East Carolina has put themselves in a great spot to make it as an at-large and heck, try to win another championship, win another ring. That's next right. Week. And yeah, this, you just got to piece together everything, and it's kind of working right now. Yeah, you know? we've. Did uh, you get a little grief yesterday from? Cliff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got after heard me at the post game on Sunday. I got some from uh, from Zach Agnos, which, by the way, I'm now being blamed for his 26 game on base streak ending because mm. we talked about it so much with Zach on Monday. So right, he's pissed right. at me. Yeah. So I'm yeah. in a tough spot here, Weave. But how does it feel to be uh, billboard material or locker room to material? To know that I matter that much. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's that's, nice that's to a know good you, feeling. You matter. So good, bad, or indifferent. You're you're making a difference there. Cliff. And I told Cliff, you're welcome. Yeah. Like whatever I need to do to help this team out, I'm much like his players. I'll do my role. If I need to be the bad guy, the villain, I'll do it. Did I hear typical mm-hmm. Troy say, "Oh, well, I had 100 percent confidence in you"? Guys. Well, he had to get well. Into you it read somehow. it on Twitter, and then you heard it. <laughs> yeah. Smelled it, yeah, right, tasted right. it, whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, he never lost confidence. No, of course not, because he never knew what was happening during the season. That was <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll give Troy credit. So when he said that on Twitter, I said, "Troy, name seven baseball players, ECU baseball players." Wow. And he said. Clayton McCullough. Oh, uh, no, he did he not. Said he named did seven not. old pirates. Oh, old ones? I give, I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. Oh, so like you asked him for old ones? No, oh. I said. Current. I said, I just said name seven ECU baseball players. Right. Meaning seven on the team the this team, year. Right. Four of them come in every Monday. I think he could name them, maybe. 
Uh, but I'll give him credit. He named seven former Pirates. It was pretty funny. Tommy Easton was <laughs> Tommy on the list. Easton, Brian yeah. Packard, I think, made the list. Pack, he never even Burley. saw Tommy Easton nah, play. No, but he knew he played. He might have said Cliff Godwin, too. Probably. Uh, Weave, I still might call you tomorrow because I do want to talk some NASCAR with you. Okay. And uh, maybe hit on some other topics. But thanks for dropping yeah, by today. Yeah, not a problem. I didn't mean to be on the radio. And I was hoping to kind of drop in during a commercial break. But wow. I, I only broke three or four four probably traffic laws on the way here to try to get here during the break but and if happen. you need a car to break traffic laws in, right see right Weaver. yeah i got some fast ones too hey how about this we got the um all electric cadillac lyric coming out and the all electric gmc hummer the hummer does zero to 60 in three seconds flat an electric hummer. an electric hummer all electric does crap have you probably rate. seen the commercial lebron james is in the commercial you yeah. ever see they play i forget the song that they play and there's all these crabs all over his front lawn and he's in oh, a hummer yeah. and it that crab walks it does like a sideways crab walk uh, if you know what that is all four tires turn and yeah. interesting so he's he's kind of pimping that thing out don't know get what that, he's getting paid that for hummer that. money yeah all right, all right uh we'll talk to you tomorrow will you? patrick so. thanks for hanging out we'll see you at the ballpark uh the next three days that's right all right uh let's take a break we'll come back steven Igo, hoist the colors will join us to talk all things ecu athletics and more hour three on the way we're back after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, live well, move more, and hurt less with kinetic physical therapy if you're recovering. From an injury, getting back into sports, dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, then Kinetic Physical Therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit KineticPTGreenville.com for more information. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Welcome in. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. We got our raffle drawing we're about to do coming up in a moment. Uh, we've got Stephen Igo from Hoist the Colors joining us this hour. So let's uh, introduce him to the program. I go. I go. I go. I go. He's the one you know. Chandler go. I go. I go. I go. I go. Steve and I go hoist the colors here. I can see you guys are already running out of ideas. Well, no. I was ready to do just a normal one, but uh, where were you at 2.20-ish today? My dad, uh, I was actually finishing up a late lunch with my dad. He was How long do you eat lunch? I mean, y'all took a long lunch. 
I, well, I took a long, I took a late lunch. Took a late lunch. Yes. A long late lunch. Yes. So my dad <laughs> brought a suit for me to try on because I don't know if you knew this clip, but I, I'm in a wedding on. Oh Saturday. my no. god. So uh, I was told to try the suit on so they could have it fixed if there was something wrong with it by Friday. So my dad, his new uh, seafood restaurant, they're not open on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. <laughs> so Ellen story. So he made the trip here to Greenville. Shout out, Mr. Honeycutt. And um, I was able to try on the suit. Everything was fine. And then we went to his favorite place here in Greenville that serves uh, some pretty good cheesesteaks. I'm not going to say the name. All right, but. so you were there. I was here looking at my fake watch saying, all right, we got to do the Igo song. We need to do the Igo song. Hey, CJ, get in here. And that is how it was made. Gotcha. Steven. Okay, makes yeah, more this sense. Is, this is what I've done the past couple weeks. Just step up to the plate when asked. Uh, okay. <laughs> Something about hey, he's you. a selfless player. Thank you. Somebody gets it. He <laughs> would fit in great with the Coach Goblin locker room. That is true. He is a Cliff Goblin guy. I go, did we uh did we stumble into a nickname last night? So you what? called Ben Newton Benjamin. Why oh, did you okay. choose to do that, first of all? Because he's been playing like Benjamin. He's no longer Ben Newton to me. He is upgraded yeah. to a Benjamin. Like you gotta be a badass to be Benjamin. And he has reached that territory. The way he's caught the second half of the season. <laughs> Let's do power I mean, rankings. You think about badass Benjamins. You got Benjamin Franklin. That's yeah. number one. Easily. Yeah. Nobody Easily. calls that dude Ben Franklin. So no. none. <laughs> ben Benjamin Benny. Like what is the uh pecking order there? Uh Benny dead last, Buster. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if you're a Benny then So you uh, don't like Benny T for Ben Terwilliger? No, he is also Benjamin Turner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ben Newton has been upgraded to Benjamin. So yes. then I said, breaking Benjamin, more like raking Benjamin. Could raking Benjamin be his nickname? I mean, I'm all for it. So honestly, I didn't see that tweet till after the game, and I'm like, damn, that was a really good tweet. And so I really, I, I really wish I would have seen it in the moment to give it his true appreciation when you read it did you go ha, 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 ha. yeah i was driving down the road at like 11 30 at night you were on you your said, phone on the road yes. uh, <laughs> i was at a stoplight to clarify <laughs> but i always like go back and check out just my mentions to see if any, i missed anything during the game and i did i also missed that you were at uh that uh, that minor league game or whatever we'll talk about that a little bit but creepy <clears throat> um yeah Raking Benjamin. Benjamin. I'm all for it, man. All right. I like it. From now on, uh, Ben Newton is known as Raking Benjamin. And uh, we need some hardcore rock. We need to get that as his walk-up song this last uh, three-game stand here. Agreed. Get some Breaking Benjamin. Have you ever seen them live? I have. have. I have. I've seen everybody live. They were much better than I thought they would be. When's your next show? Uh, Rage Against the Machine, July 31st, I think. (laughs) I retweeted a funny Rage Against the Machine. I saw that as well. <laughs> I j- honestly, I went to your, after you tweeted that last night, I saw it tweet, I just went to your feed, saw all the great tweets I missed. That was good. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Look that one up. Yeah, Google that up yourself, uh, or check out my Twitter if you want to see a funny Rage Against the Machine related tweet. All right, I go. This team, most wins in a row in all of America, true or false? Tied with Marist. Maris lost last night. We know what he don't. They know. were tied with Maris. They were trailing Maris by a game. And uh, Maris was at 11. ECU's now at 11. So I guess longest active streak. 
gonna look this up again to make sure. Belongs to ECU, but yeah. they're also they tied Maris, who had the longest active streak. Yeah, but no, look, Maris lost. ECU has the longest streak going right now. Yeah, yeah, that is facts. Yes, I don't know why this is so difficult. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying that Maris had 11 too. All right, uh, you, do you like the Red Foxes? I don't have a problem with the Maris. That's what they are, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Played the weekend series a few years ago here. That is what you say. All right, Stephen. I don't even know what to ask about this baseball team at this point. I think um, questions have been answered. You. What uh, questions do we have heading into this final stretch? You've jinxed Zach Agnos. So ah, I forgot about that. Do you think that his own base streak will last now the rest of the year as he starts a new one? Question for you before I answer that question. Why did you rope me into that last night? You just I was driving on the road at, <laughs> and I was just <laughs> tweeting on the road. I was just scrolling. There were a lot of stoplights I hit last night. I had nothing else to do. There was no traffic. Um because apparently everybody in Greenville at 11.30 at night is asleep except for people leaving the baseball stadium. Um, but but I, I don't know why. I just thought it was funny because I had listened to the replay of the show. And we talked way around. too much about it. You talked about it. Zach said, you jinxed me. You said, no, you're going to do fine. Then, oh, he said it on the show. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. And then I saw the box score and I'm like, Man, Zach Adnos' own base streak ended. So one day after we had never talked about it previously, Correct. we bring it up the very next day, streak ends, and that is the quintessential announcer's jinx. And in reality, it has nothing to do with anything. Like I don't think Zach's in the box thinking, man, Clip brought that up yesterday. Chandler, do you think Zach talks about, thinks about us? Yeah, he does. Because when Chandler had his home run thing going... Zach was thinking about it. I literally, so the week that we played, um, stayed on that Tuesday Cincinnati weekend. He said, I'm going to have three home runs this week. I said, all right, I'll tell you what. You're going to hit one. I'm going to tell you when you're going to hit them. You're going to hit one tomorrow night against NC State. You're going to have one on Saturday and Sunday each against Cincinnati. He had one to dead center field, uh, just like the two he had the previous weekend at Central Florida. And apparently after the uh, post game, because we were on the grounds in Raleigh, uh, Pirate Radio, uh, and he said after the <laughs> that's a weird way to say that. But uh, we were on the grounds. Post game after the post game inter- interview, he said, "Hey, make sure you tell Chandler I got him." So I don't really like this. I don't want to be part of the story. <laughs> I guarantee he was up there every single at bat and said, "I've got to get on." So base. you think I got to get on base? You think in between, like thinking if he's going to get a one zero fastball or breaking ball, he's like, <laughs> "I have to get on base here to extend my streak and prove." Maybe not to ball. that point. Maybe not. Maybe not to that degree. But uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want Cliff Godwin to kill me, basically, for messing this thing up. Right now, I'm a positive influence yes. on the team because i am a doubter uh don't start believing is my motto i'm not going to start believing in this team the picture of that doppelganger is sitting in their locker room right now <laughs> saying this guy this guy doesn't believe in you i go have you ever ran across one of your doppelgangers i think so i can't remember what if you switched with him what if you're not the real steven i all right, this is we're not doing this. this Why not? Fun. I love this. This is this is. Crazy. We don't even know if there is another doppelganger. You're right, and we don't know if you are the real Stephen Iga. You're right. That is creepy. That folks. is creepy. Creepy. Kind of scary. What if you were that guy? You're that guy, pal. What if 
wherever the heck that minor league game is and you're not even clip rock what if i'm living another life as another clip rock in wisconsin and there's like alternate universes i haven't seen the spider-man thing but didn't the spider-man's multiverse uh, yeah there's a mul- there's a clip rock multiverse <laughs> going on <laughs> what a terrible multiverse i would love to see that movie <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy going to a baseball game the other guy just goes home to his family sitting there betting on that game and betting on other games i wonder if that guy bets i bet he's a good better <laughs> i bet he actually wins uh anywho anyhow anyway i go uh you got trips planned clearwater no regional clearwater i haven't been to the conference tournament ever regional why are you so angry i'm just saying you asked a question i know i'm some kind of dork dweeb (laughs) a-hole no i've never been to a conference tournament in my life why would you even ask that? Clear? I, I, okay, what terrible are you question. Doing? That one's on me. Hey, do you have any trips planned? Are you going to Clearwater? <laughs> you going to Wisconsin anytime soon, Cliff? Uh, you'll be at the regional, right? That is the plan. All right, you have been to a regional before in your I life. I have been to multiple regionals. Jeez. I've been to multiple super regionals. I've saved, now you're just bragging. I saved my, <laughs> yeah. my minimal funds for a regional trip. You said last week, I want to say, that you thought, you projected, because we didn't do a prediction, we did a projection. A projection. You had ECU in Blacksburg? I still have a feeling they'll end up in Blacksburg. Kind of interesting that the day after you said that, there was a picture floating around social media of a female flashing her uh, uh-huh. her chesticles at a Virginia Tech baseball game. I just found that interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Are you some kind of sick freak? Is that why you're a sicko? That's exactly why I want ECU to go. Are you going on any trips? Actually, I'm going to Blacksburg this weekend to see if I can see this this person. (laughs) He's some sort of sicko. Oh, yeah. What a sicko. I think I'm just going to hang out in Blacksburg for the next three weeks to the regional. (laughs) This guy, I wonder if that's why my Wisconsin guy goes to games. He thinks there's going to be flashers. That's uh, you. We're not letting it go. Is that Virginia Tech's... uh, Amy? In front row Amy? Front row Amy? Yeah, I don't know. I go, would you like to update your projection? Or are you still feeling uh, confident? I mean, I don't feel anything. I, it's a projection. It's <laughs> right. stupid. But I'm going to say Virginia Tech. <laughs> Just so I can see that female, apparently. Do you know how much you've changed over the years, Stephen? I'm going to take some credit for that. You've become a bitter just jerk i mean he just playing, walks in here i don't feel anything i'm just playing the on-air personality that we all desire we get off air and i was like that was a great show guys he <laughs> shakes our hands and i, I want to shake your hand it's this clear that you know i asked you what we're going to talk about today you said baseball spain basketball players yeah and we're on those topics he asked you if you were going and to the braves the just lost son of a wow that was a Kesson Hira just hit an absolute tank. Where did that even go? All I saw was the ball land in center field. <clears throat> Off the batter's Off the batter's Yeah, but how, how high? Uh, probably so 50 feet. So how did I kiss the sky? Anyways, um, I could just tell you were going to be in a silly mood. God bless America, man. That's and a bad loss. I, You know how to combat that. you got to have like an alternate reverse personality you have been pushing the silliness away yeah so like i don't want to you're right i don't want to feed into the silliness I'm good trying call. To so you want to be serious yeah i'm trying to combat that seriously with some, serious some seriousness all right fair enough in I'll, terms of being serious I'll a little like bit for sure 
All right, we got to do our raffle drawing, and uh, we got to talk some hoops. We'll see if there's any football to discuss and uh, more with Stephen Igo. Good show from Hoist the Colors. Sounds good, in theory. Um, you want to do our drawing right now? Let's do it. Okay, let me pull up my random number generator. The old RNG. RNG Stadium. No, it's NRG. Stadium. No, no, Igo. No, it's RNG Stadium in the multiverse. You guys would get your crap together. <laughs> I'm probably there right now. All right, Chandler, I'm going to hit this three times. You're going to tell me the top number. Two. And that top number is? Seven. That number is nine. Closest to nine would be? Is Tony Dunn eligible to win prizes? I'm going to say no. Tony, we have an envelope for you on uh, LRB's desk. We'll give it to you Friday. Sorry, Tony. Our winner is Tyler. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, Tony. Tyler, if you could, I think that's Tyler Harrison. I do believe so. Uh, Tyler, if you could send me a message or Pirate Radio a message with your address, we'll get you your prize. Which, Shirley, what is the prize today? Um, How about... Call her off guard. Yeah, you did. Pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game. Hey, you can go see the Woodies on us. Maybe your doppelganger will be at that minor league game. Yes, sir. And y'all can talk. Steven, if you saw Bizarro Steven Igo in real life, what would you ask him? I don't know, but I feel like we really need to rally the second half of the show and get back on track. You're saying it's not a, it's not been a great hour so far? You're the one shooting down I'm all saying, our great uh, topics and questions. 17 minutes in, we're trailing five to two like you're talking to people that team. took 45 minutes to pick a horse i asked you if you were going to clearwater and you totally reamed me one like i'm asking baseball related I questions. that like was a good question you asked Are me you, that you every be the, year and i would say no no nah, no nah. fine all right let's take a break we're gonna be serious like the guy wearing a teddy hey. bear shirt with two gloves we're gonna be we're gonna go to his level of seriousness um Yes. What did you yeah, ask yeah, Yes. What would I ask my alternate self? Yeah. Are you going to Clearwater? <laughs> <laughs> and that, folks, is classic comedy. I'll take a time out. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back to the show. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live Wednesday. Congratulations, Tyler Harrison, for winning our drawing today, our raffle today. Chandler, you, you look said, like you want to say something. You, you said Wednesday. You know what that means. What? 8 o'clock tonight. Sports trivia at AJB Murphy's. We'll be watching the Carolina Hurricanes take on the Rangers. Will you be there, Steve and I go? Oh, I never go. 
I will not, but I will say that uh, my adult league softball season is coming to an end probably in the next couple of weeks, and then after that, I will have the ability to attend. All right. At least once a month trivia, hopefully twice a month with it being June and I say hopefully nothing going on, but if ECU is making a postseason push through the NCAA baseball tournament, then that would be fine too. But hopefully, gonna definitely going to be making more appearances once uh, softball season comes to an end. I go, uh, sometimes I take this opportunity, opportunity to brag on myself on these airwaves. I hear a lot of good things about your softball playing and not from you. So you're a very humble young man. And I uh, just want to let you know that people are out there saying good stuff about you. Who is... Who are people like your teammates? Well, I don't know. How you basically, are. our entire team is involved. Like anyone that works for ECU Athletics under the age of thirty-five, it's like probably Casey. Um, it could be others. I don't know. Why do you have to be so combative? I Why can't you just no, say I just, thanks? Said, I just want to know who was who was saying it. But thanks. Who, who said they said something good? You're being combative. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Listen, we got a good team, and the best part about our team is who rock. cares? Look, it's softball. Nobody gives a damn. The best part. <laughs> Does anyone really care? No, nobody cares. <laughs> the best part about it is is I'm not there. We're all selfless. And we don't care who gets the credit. We just want to win. <laughs> Shut we've, up. We've had to forfeit two games this year because, honestly, we were being so selfless that we all had to work. And we couldn't be there, so we had to forfeit. And yet that didn't get our spirits down because we know that come playoff time, it doesn't matter what seed we get, we're oh going to be the God. toughest out in America. Why did I bring this up? You forfeited two games? We had to because wow, our entire team works for ECU baseball. Did you check the rules? Because if you forfeit two games, unless they've changed the rules, you are not eligible for postseason. Ah, yeah! Get him, Get him out of there! Softball Shirley! Honestly, yeah, Shirley! Softball Shirley! I, I mean, I would I would <laughs> implore you to, uh, to check the rules if you All have right. not done so. We have not checked the rules, and I guarantee you the, the people who run the softball league, I hope they're not listening right now, they don't care because we had a situation where our our boy Sam, you know, big fan, your your good friend, had a triple, and he touched. You know, at softball, there's there's two first Double base bags. Bases, there's yeah. the orange bag and there's the regular bag. Yeah. Apparently, the umpire just made up a rule that he touched only the orange bag on the triple, and so they called him out. Then there was a 30-minute delay in the game, checking the rule book. It was not in the rule book, but the oh umpire God. stuck with his original call and called him out. And so, therefore, if the umpires are just rake, making up rules as they go along, I don't think... Did Sam uh, get thrown out? Did he argue? No, he should have. We yeah. we were cussing. We are told not to cuss, and we'll get ejected, but we all cuss anyways. Y'all are the bad boys. Well, we're going to make sure, I go that your team is disqualified <laughs> so you can make it out to trivia. So, uh, well, get, we collusion. Don't even, we don't even play on Wednesday nights. It's more just, I'm already too busy, so I don't want to come out trip. <laughs> I go, tell me about Valentino, Eddie, Eddie. Nato. Valentino is, um, and Eddie. I like that you, uh, in your article, put Eddie in quotations. Is that what he goes by? Or is he Valentino? He goes by Eddie or Valentino. Okay. I've seen him listed as both, I've seen him listed as Eddie Valentino, Pinedo. Okay. I, I just I assume Eddie is his nickname. Yeah. Was Either this way. the gentleman we saw with Mike Schwartz Saturday at the baseball game? Yeah, they were there for five minutes. Okay. They were there. They took in the atmosphere. I talked to Eddie today and he uh he said it was a great atmosphere and he heard the fans he heard the fans get rowdy, so he's excited and Did you uh have that conversation in Espanol? 
No, no. <laughs> we had it over Twitter in uh, English. Okay. So he is in Madrid right now. Oh, wow. So I was texting him last night. Or I was texting him in the afternoon, but it was like eight hours ahead there. So he was like, it's kind of late in Madrid. Can we do this tomorrow? <laughs> Leave was, me alone, bro. I mean, he was nice about it. He yeah. was like, it's getting kind of late. say, so, you up? <laughs> I said, you up, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> you up? Did you send that you up text? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but no, he, he seems excited about it. He's actually going to stay over in Spain and play with the 18 and under uh, Spain national team this summer. That's awesome. And then come to ECU in August or thereabouts. So, uh, so you know, he did play, and I know this from the article on hoistthecolors.net, he played at a prep school in Kansas this past year. Sunrise Academy, which is one of the top two or three prep schools in the country. He was technically a reserve on that team, but he was playing behind a five-star going to Duke, Mark Mitchell. And also a four-star committed to Florida State as far as, you know, Ford. So, like, their team is just stacked with insane talent. So, you think about it, he's got some international experience, played on some, you know, on those national teams. It's like 16U, 18U, all those teams. And now now he came over, played for one of the best prep programs, practiced against those guys every day. And he told me, he was like, I grew from playing against four and five stars every day, and I taught them about European basketball. So, um, you know, I just think – this is the fourth international player that will be on the roster, along with Luigi Debo, who's returning Quentin Debunje, and uh, Ben Baela. Baela. So you got some international flavor with this team. Three guys from France, Spain guy, and then of course you're bringing in five freshmen with this recruiting class. So if any, you know, if any. I don't think anybody knows what this team is going to be, but it's intriguing if nothing else. I think it's time to bring back Michelle and Ziggy as assistant right. coach. Although I think he's still playing, so and Mosabadian and Gabriel Mikulas, we've had success with some uh, foreign players in the past. Yeah, Moose is probably my favorite pirate of all time. Man, he was so fun to watch on the defensive side of the ball, and when he could get that two-handed slam as well. Well, it's just you can find, you know, you you never know for sure how their game's going to translate, but you can find international players, and typically they're not going to be as highly recruited as like you know, guy in, in the United States that everybody has access to. So, like, you can find some steals. Obviously, you're not going to hit on all of them. I mean, we've also seen Peter Torlak. Um, what are you saying? He was not a quality international player. Mm. Harsh. There was another one, too. I think that Lebo Potasnik brought in, but I can't remember his name. Either way, um, you know, there's no guarantee, but I think you can find some steals that route, and I don't, I don't have a problem ECU going that route because you're not going to be able to out recruit, you know, the ACC schools in the state of North Carolina more times than not. I go, man. What could have been? We had a uh, fun run of hoping that doo doo guy and who <laughs> and uh, Chandler just looked at you and you said doo doo guy. Yeah, doo doo guy could have been a pirate and Hadim C. Hadim C. AKA Kadim Sai. I know who that is. We Man. figured out that he didn't come here because we just mispronounced his name for a year and a half. Did he's he? already gone from Ole Miss, right? He transferred he to, to Wake, Wake Forest. Forest this past year. I think he's done finally. Where did doo doo end up? Who's Doo-Doo? Don't say the toilet. That would be not funny. <laughs> so Doo-Doo actually changed his name to Do. So Why? What was wrong with Doo-Doo? <laughs> Do guy, I think. What are you shaking your head at, CJ? You got a better show you could be doing he in here right a now? Lafayette for a year. You don't know anything about recruiting. You're not funny. None of you are funny. Mm. 
Duga played it. Uh, <laughs> I actually like Duga better than Dudu. Okay, he's a Duga. Uh, Duga played at Louisiana Lafayette. I want to say he transferred after that, so I'm going to look him up while you stall. These are guys that no pun intended. Joe Dooley. <laughs> why are you laughing? It wasn't funny. Yeah, why are you laughing? It wasn't funny. Uh, didn't Dooley like do guy? Do guy ended up at uh, Louisiana Lafayette. He started 15 games this past year, averaged 5.6 points. That could have been us. 5.1 rebounds. That could be us, but you playing. Uh, the year before, he averaged nine and eight. Hey, will you text uh, Eddie real quick and say you up? <laughs> see what he's he's right on that borderline. He's probably uh, it's probably one a.m. there. Um, didn't Dooley like put up the native flags for those he guys? Did the Senegal flag. The Senegal flag still Man. didn't work. Uh, serious question. So, Coach Schwartz has international ties. He has people to to go. Like, who are these guys? Are they like coaches? Are they scouts? Like, do you who, know? Who, who is he reaching who's out to? Who's kind of his go-between so, for these international players? He knows a couple guys in France that he, you know, there's one main guy that he used to recruit. I can't think of his name. Pons from Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. He's in the NBA now. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, and that was really one of the first big additions he had. And then I think he's just consistently reached out to that guy to try to get some more guys from france and so he's like legitimately in france this dude this guy and is knows the french yeah players he, coming up. he's kind of i don't want to say they're handlers but yeah he works directly with them to try to get them opportunities yeah. here in the states okay. college and so that's bro. the same guy he went through for ponds he went through for Dabunje for baela gotcha and so you're in they'll continue to recruit guys like that and again at some point mike schwartz is going to zero in on local talent here but right now he's just getting guy getting whoever he can to get on this roster but obviously i go he's going to make uh you know headway with the local coaches and and try to bring some of those guys in yeah i know talking to chris cherry at south central he stopped by i think a couple weeks ago nice. he's been by um farmville central so like he's been to two good stops there kinston i would probably yeah I, I would imagine he's been to all those so it's like his first priority was trying to fill the roster for this year and honestly i mean the fact we're sitting here mid-may and he's already added eight guys plus two walk-ons yeah is pretty impressive now you can say how good are these guys right. you know we'll see but i just remember joe dooley's first year you know it, it just took a while for them to build a roster like there were guys added in june and it just seemed like there was no real urgency at times um in terms of like now he was hamstrung with the APR, which also was an issue. Whereas Mike Schwartz was not, and so Schwartz could take transfers right away, which he did. Whereas Dooley could not, and so that played a factor too. But it was clear upon taking the job that he had clear intentions of, hey, we got to get this type of player, this type of guy. We don't mind if it's a freshman or a transfer. We just got to get talent, and he's done that. Yeah, and uh, do you notice that when we do settle down and stop being silly on the show and get into a serious discussion, it's always about ECU basketball? I have noticed that. I'm pretty sure we did that last week for about 30 minutes. It's really the only thing you care about is ECU basketball. (laughs) I think so. I'm a basketball guy. I want it to be good. I really want it to be good. All right, uh, any football nuggets to pass along, I go? Any uh, commits or pickups since we last spoke? Uh, they picked up a transfer portal commitment from Mike Edwards, a transfer LB. from Georgia Southern, LB. 
And so he's got three years of eligibility remaining. He will join a room that consists of Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, Taylor Jackson, Jacoby Simpson. They just need to add some more depth there. You'll probably see one more guy added in that room as well as a transfer. They're going to welcome in a few transfer defensive backs. Keep your eye on uh, Kamara Edmonds from Havelock, former four-star recruit who uh, visited this weekend. As a running back? Yeah, he would be here as a running back more than likely. And Mike Houston did say he wanted to add to that stable because you need three. Again, last year was a major anon- um, <laughs> anomaly, in anomaly. my opinion. A, a burglary a, anomaly, in my opinion, that you could play Rajay and Keaton as much as they did and them go unscathed. That is not the norm. Yeah. So they want, he said he's given Pop McKay an opportunity to step up. Opportunity. Uh, and if you could bring in this guy, so where did he go originally? North Carolina. Edmonds has been in North Carolina. He's just there for one year. And okay. Sure him. And he is what in the portal? He is in the portal. And East Carolina. Oh, did I see a thread that you uh, were potentially starting to look into a crystal ball? Was that that thread? Yeah, that was the thread. Do you have him coming to ECU? Um, I would be not sur- yet. I'll let you speak. I would be. <laughs> I would uh, say my crystal ball is currently reading purple and gold. Okay, LSU. Damn, yeah, just I didn't it. want to mislead you guys. <laughs> uh, and how hard was ECU on him? And what was his recruitment? I go. Did he? Did you think ECU had a chance coming out of high school? Because I remember the name. Yeah, I mean, uh, so here's the deal with uh, Edmonds. I saw him his uh, going in his junior year. This was pre-COVID, and I thought he looked more like a hybrid db linebacker like he was pretty cut he was like 200 pounds maybe 190 and he was getting recruited by everybody in the country four-star recruit north carolina ended up getting his commitment they wanted him as a running back and his junior film was really good the problem is then you had covid because he was with the 2021 class he ended up gaining some weight i think he ended up reporting at like 235 and just wasn't as explosive his first year there. Now, he's he's lost some of that weight. I was watching some of the spring game uh, film earlier today. He looks quicker. I still think he needs to trim trim down a little bit to regain that explosiveness. But, like, you know, he, he just kind of has the look of a power back right now. Okay. Whereas I think he needs to find that in-between of being quick but also powerful. You know, he'll probably, if he maximizes his conditioning, end up in the 215, 220 range and maybe get some of that explosiveness back. But he was a big-time recruit coming out of high school. Where did he go to high school? Havelock. I remember, shout-out Havelock, Brian North talking about him a lot. He was a really yeah, I mean, good player and, in high school. You know, he was – and ECU's had success with Havelock bounce back, so to speak, with uh, Avery Jones. And also they got Nashad Strother, who came out of high school, but he was a decommitment after the Scotty Montgomery era, and then Mike Houston re-picked him up. And so you got some some success stories there, but we've also seen Havlock guys come here and struggle. Darrell Scott comes to mind. Ah, uh, the running back. Yeah, he yeah, was he was the total boss. Man, that didn't work out. Went to Tennessee. Yep, came here. He was just slow. Yeah, just maybe one of those guys that uh, the scouts aren't always right. So yeah, I mean sometimes you just miss. Yeah. All right, but I, I, I mean I would hope ECU if they get him. You know, you got a four-star guy with full eligibility in your backyard. Why not take him? All right, good info, Iga. Um, you've got the Pirates Unite 
United or Unite campaign? Uh, Unite. Pirates Unite campaign going on. and uh, I think it becomes Pirates United after it's complete. When it's all complete. And oh, yeah. uh, a couple of those projects are underway. The weight room, the second weight room is uh, underway. Also, swimming and diving locker rooms. I think that's it right now, right? Yeah, those are the ones that have basically all the money raised and they can start so they're gonna go old school here you're gonna have to have the money first before they build i don't because they're in too much debt from the town bank tower to do otherwise i don't think we have time but i was hoping that we would go over a uh depth chart projected depth chart for defense (laughs) we didn't do that last time we didn't because we ran out of time no there's always next time look we i always like to save something for next week so here's what's going to happen next week. We're going to promote talking defense depth chart, and we're going to have a 30-minute discussion on Pirate Hoops. So get ready for it. No silliness. How about this, Chandler? Instead of saying that at 540, do a little show prep and let me know before Well, the you show. know what? I thought you did show prep. You said we were talking about football. We just... You're the host of the show. We just did talk about football. But you didn't do the... Day. Man, really wants to talk about a depth chart. I love depth chart. I love a depth chart. And uh, and it got me fired up when we did offense. And you said last week when we didn't talk about the defensive depth chart that we were going to do it next week. You're and right. we didn't. You're what right. Do you know? You're right about you all this. You got one minute. <laughs> Where do you got to be? You got one minute. You got 55 seconds. I guys got a lot of tweets to look at at stoplights on the way home. So he's got to get out of here. You got 47 seconds. I don't know. There's a lot of returning starters. I got it. I got it. I got it. Because you ran over some linebacker names. This will be a nice preview to next week. What am I at? About 37 seconds. seconds. Um, Fill in the blank, I go. The 2022 East Carolina linebacker room is blank. <laughs> Shout out to me. Are you saying now you have like twenty seconds? Go, hurry up! I just don't understand the question. Do you want me to like project the depth chart or say? Like so you a, got a no, no, no. I don't want you, want you me to, do to that. say like an adjective. It's a position of strength. It's a position of weakness. It's a position of potential. It's a position of. I would say it's a position that has a lot to prove. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that when you were running over some of those names. I love Xavier Smith. Miles Berry's played great. Where's Jaira? Is he not in that group? Jaira is more of the hybrid, right? Uh, outside linebacker slash safety. Still yeah, my guy. He's not an inside guy. Because you're losing Bruce and Aaron Ramsour. Anybody else from that group? Not significantly. So it's a. No. What'd you say? A lot to prove. Something to prove. A lot to prove to me. I like you that. know they just. I feel like at times it was, you know, inconsistent last year. Which part of that was was Xavier was playing edge and inside linebacker and. You know, it just it just seemed like at times they were not great against the run, but they did get better towards the end of the season. I just think they need to be more consistent from the start. We kind of danced around this with Xavier. Mentioned it at times. When you would come in, we'd dance around it too. But he much prefers to be where he's at now, yes. which is at the linebacker position. For sure. That's the vibe I get. So yeah. I think getting him back home and focusing on that honing in on that i think will really help ecu i think it'll help him and then you know miles has a ton of experience you just you worry if you get one injury there how the position looks but that's why they're bringing in edwards bringing in another guy have taylor jackson jacoby simpson waiting in the wing so it just to me there's a lot to prove but there it's not like there's not potential there i got good stuff i think we uh we rebounded pretty strong there yeah, yeah great that's second segment stuff. yep Stephen, we'll uh, t- talk to you next week. Since you're, you won't be in Clearwater, we'll see you here. Yeah, I'll see you guys from Clearwater. D- depth chart <laughs> coming our way, right, next Wednesday.
Um, yeah. Look, that sounds great today, but remind me before Igo comes on next Wednesday. Okay. You guys need to get a you little... You sound like Troy D now. You guys need to get a little roadmap together, because uh, we're adding one line to this song, and eventually your segment's going to be done when the song is over. That's exactly what the plan is. That's the plan. We'll, we'll see if we can get there. I'll be uh, looking forward to that day where I show up and just listen and I, then walk out. Look, I, look, I cannot let you go. I cannot let you, let you leave this room. Why not? That's it? Without, oh, hey, finish the sentence. update on the podcast. How's the podcast going? Oh, well, thanks for asking. The podcast, we actually just dropped a new episode at 3.57 uh, and uh, 22 seconds today. Uh, PM. You had something to say about last night's game, right? I had something to say, and I got it off my chest. <laughs> and we played post game audio, which I'm sure you guys did as well, in the great Pirate Radio um, show, Pirate Radio Live, Pirate Radio app, Instagram, Facebook, it's on our social YouTube, media platform. social media platforms. We're 95 million followers are following along. Um, but <laughs> And we love them all. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Either podcast. way, podcast. Eddie Pinedo, I texted him, got his info. Asked if he was up. Asked if he was up. And I'm going to try to get him on the podcast. And uh, we also talked about Mike Edwards. All right. Cool. A and couple of new pirates. New port of call, not for this podcast, but on Sunday we're having Buck Wild 17 on. So it could be oh an absolute God. disaster. Yeah. He is an absolute lunatic. So looking forward to hearing that. All right. Thanks, Steve <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we will see you next week. Let's take we'll see you out. next week. All right. Next. Later, man. Have a nice hey, trip. I'll see you guys. Have a nice trip. See you next fall. We'll Jungle be back after only. this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, the Salt and Light Youth Group at First Christian Church will be having their annual out-of-the-box fundraiser this Friday night, May 20th at 5.30 through Saturday, May 21st on the church lawn. The church is located on 14th Street. Every year, the youth group spends the night in cardboard boxes to bring awareness and raise money for the local community shelter, Greenville Crossroads, and all proceeds will be given to the shelter. Salt and Light Youth are uh, youth that are in grades 6 through 12th. And if you'd like to donate, you can write a check to the uh, church and put out of the box on the memo line. Or you can stop by the fundraiser uh, Friday night into Saturday morning. Once again, it's at the First Christian Church located on East 14th Street. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. And there went Shirley Rhodes. CJ Schaefer is here. Chandler Honeycutt here as well. Yesterday... Chris Foster, running backs coach, who is jacked. Running backs coach at East Carolina. Who is jacked. Did you see this? Did you see his tweet yesterday? No. Okay. He was up in the 757 and ran into this former pirate running back and took a picture with him. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a clue. What did you say Chris Foster was? Jacked. Okay. Well, this guy is jacked. Giovanni Ruffin? Giovanni Ruffin is correct. Huh. 
as uh, Coach Foster ran into him. Looks like it's some sort of gym. That would be Giovanni's gym. It's called Take No Days Off, T-N-D-O. Latrell yep. Scott, Chris Foster. I was going to say, is that Coach Scott? In fact, Shirley, well well said. Giovanni's shirt in the photo. I rem- God, he looks like a grown A man. Yeah. He is. He's uh, around 32, maybe. Uh, his shirt, Shirley, says T-N-D. Oh, Jim versus everybody. Yep. I like that. And it stands for Take No Days Off. I remember when he first launched. I know you just said that. I know. I was just reiterating. <laughs> reiterating. I remember for when people he, just tuning in. Yes, for those who missed it the last 15 seconds. Thank I, you. I remember when he first Chandler, please get this out because you've interrupted Shirley and I 14 times. This is going to be a really important statement about something you remember. So go ahead. I remember when he first started the uh, Take No Days Off and started doing the motivational videos on YouTube. Uh, and they blew up and i remember thinking man just about a year or two ago this guy was running into the end zone uh on a saturday on a cool crisp saturday in december as the pirates defeat houston in the conference championship for the second year in a row that's what you remember yeah (laughs) i remember it like it was yesterday I used to get, I used to get hyped. I used to get hyped to Giovanni Ruffin motivational videos. That was your uh, heyday of ECU football, your best times. Yeah, I would say. All right, CJ, let's learn a little bit more about you. You're, yes, you're CJ. a Filipino Yenzer from Havelock. Yes, you know the extremes already. You went to East Carolina University. Mm-hmm. Growing up, what what were you a fan of? I'm assuming you're asking college-wise. Yeah. Um, so I rooted for Duke basketball, actually. Um, Did you know that Troy's friends with Mike Shashevsky? He touched them. No, he didn't that. touch them. Yeah. I have but he asked him a question. I heard they hung out in the same room, and now they're best He's touched friends. his wife. Mm-hmm. He has touched and, and, and her husband was not there. Yeah, that's right. Somebody needs to call the police about that. Uh, so but, you were a Dukey? What yeah, else? Yeah, uh, ECU, everything else kind of by default. So you were uh, a fan? Uh-huh. You got not, family? Family? No, you got family? I'm, I was the first person in my family to go to a university, so that's kind of why oh, I didn't really cool. have a tie-in okay. to anything. My so. mama was a pirate. My daddy, he was uh, he was a uh, Lenore Community College Lancer basketball player mm. for like a few days and then went back to the farming fields and called it a day. All right, so you grew up a fan of the Pirates. Yeah. Why is you just local? They were the closest team? So when I moved, uh, really, we just moved from one side of Havelock to the other. The new new neighbors we had were all ECU fans because their whole family went to ECU. So I kind of just adopted that. That's his origin story. That's good stuff. All right, learn something new about you today, CJ. You're all right. You're an all right. All right, guy. Well, you guys' approval is all I needed. And Shirley's. Go. Shirley, do I have your approval? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> she, she wanted to get rid of that as quickly as possible. Yes. Twins, 11, A's, 2 in the bottom of the six. Right now, the Dodgers lead the Diamondbacks 5-2 to two in the fifth inning. Fifth? And uh, <laughs> earlier today, Rays beat the Tigers. Braves lost in extras to the Brewers. And the Rockies beat the Giants on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Take our final time out. Come back. Wrap it up on this Wednesday. Back with you after these words.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. (laughs) Every time I forget... Right. And I told you I, I was going to do that. And I told her. Chandler distracted me. Sorry, it's not is. his fault. It's my fault. Nah, it's my fault. Shirley, CJ, Chandler enjoyed the uh, program today. We had fun times. We smiled. We laughed. We cried. We did all the emotions. Hopefully, you out there got something from it, too. We'll be back with you Thursday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Have a great hump day. Hump day. And we'll see you tomorrow at 3. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.